gentlemen, welcome to Musty Audio. Uh, this this week again, Dave, my fucking consistent companion on this, as Ollie is a wall again. Uh, and we're also we're also joined by Hidden Underbelly from YouTube today. Thanks for coming on the Thank show, you. mate. Thank you. Thanks for uh, having me on. I know it's great. It's uh, like anyone that listens to this podcast and also listens to the Alien Addict show because uh, Ollie's stuff um, goes up on my podcast as well as like in audio form so people can listen to it later on so anyone that's listened to ollie's show might have heard you on his show before anyway so i don't think like my listeners haven't probably a few of them have heard of you anyway but um how are we all doing are you surviving surviving the like the beginning of the apocalypse well <laughs> not where i live man apocalypse avoids my area <laughs> oh, it's, it's, just, it's just not it's just not there yet nah, we are the storm but um yeah it's it just do you want to tell people just in case they don't know what your youtube channel is and stuff like that uh hidden do you want to uh, tell them tell people no i don't i don't want no. you to know nothing about me don't come <laughs> over don't don't watch nothing that i just good, i i good youtube I do, channel man it's, it's look, it's entertainment, but I try and entertain you with truth. Yeah. Until it's been debunked, it is what it is. And even when people are saying it could be a drone, it could be this, it could be that, it's it's still still a UFO. Um, I I enjoyed the video you put up of those light columns. Was it in? Korea? Oh yeah. Did you say it was in Korea? Yeah, South Korea. Yeah. I don't want to try and pronounce it, but I'll go for it. Zingjung Island in South Korea. Mm. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. And the thing thing about that was um, that I liked it. You got footage. So you could you can rule out sprites. I know a lot of people think it's sprites. Mm -hmm. But you can rule out sprites because sprites are a quick flash that shoots upwards. These were lingering. Like yeah, because you we had actual footage where they're panning, so these these things they're lingering, but yeah. they are trying to say they're boats, they're lights from boats. I, I mean, it, it, so hang on, <clears throat> they look more like um, some sort of northern lights type thing more than boats. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it it looks really really strange. It makes makes you wonder is is the like the world seems to be going a bit. More crazy. Are we going to start seeing more and more of these things happen? And the other day, um, I've got no, um, I've got no explanation and no conspiracy theory for it. Um, but I was on, on my way to rehearsal uh, the other night, where my band rehearses is in the middle of um, middle of the countryside, sort of on its own. So it gets quite dark out there at night, and uh, it was dark when I was driving out there. And there was, I thought it was lightning at first because the whole sky lit up like just dead blue, just like a flash. And then it happened like three or four more times. It was kind of like what you saw, you know, with the New York thing, where the um, uh, the whatever the the power line, power transistor, conductor, whatever the thing is, exploded, and like you had all the blue flashes in the sky in New York. It was kind of like that, but there's nothing really. I live on an island of fucking eighty thousand people. There's nothing over over here that has. That has that sort of thing, Do you know. It where was, was, just, it where was, was this? Was it like one spot in the sky? Or was it the skyline? No, it was the whole sky, like the whole sky, and like right, it's like enough to sort of turn night to day. 
And then my uh, when I got to rehearsal, I asked my other bandmates because uh, they turned up at the same time and they saw the same thing. So it wasn't just me being stupid. But yeah, it was just maybe it, it definitely three flashes, and then there was there was a fourth and possibly a fifth. But yeah, so yeah, between between three and five flashes, and then I sort of hung around outside then to see if it happened again, and it didn't happen again. But there was no. Um, there was no thunder and lightning. It was also, I know you can get lightning in the cold, but it's, you, you more associate, especially in the UK, uh, lightning, thunder and lightning storms with warm, sunny, like summer weather, don't you? You know, when you've had a dry spell and then, and then you get some rain after it, but it was very, very odd. Um, it was just one of those things where you go, oh, that's odd, but what what do you say to people? I saw I saw some flashy skies. Uh, it's like okay. <laughs> hey, that's something. Yeah. Um. So do you like with the stuff you put on your YouTube hidden? Do you um? Do you have to think about what you put up? Because I don't. I don't. Have you ever, have you come foul to the uh, community guideline strikes or anything like that in the past? I've noticed your channels. 2.0 so was there a was there a, a hidden well, valley the, one at some point there was there was and um that was uh, i don't want to say the word naive but yeah i was naive i believed that there was a level of freedom of speech mm. but, but it turns out there is a there, there's a freedom of speech but it's, it's weird because um i was naming people i was saying i was saying straight up names now i I in, do, in relation to what? Well, just what was going on. Like, um, say, for example, the correlation of, say, Black Lives Matters and the co the co the the co check writer in that. Yeah. Right. So I would call his name. So I got a lot of strikes, and I was gone. Mm-hmm. I was gone. I was gone overnight, but I I saw that I I was doing something, and I quite enjoyed the world of YouTube. So I decided to do two point Just don't name drop. Watch what I say. Like um, if you know the word, if you know chemtrails, for example, mm -hmm. I don't mention the word chemtrails. I say our daily dose of vitamins. And just by the footage alone, the people know what I'm what I'm referring to, yeah. <laughs> and I get away with get away with that. Mm. It's strange, but, isn't it? Especially especially things like chemtrails. It's I know we like the last podcast we did um, with Orphan Red, where we talked about the like flat Earth stuff being censored. It, it seems to be just strangely selective what what is allowed and what isn't allowed, and it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. You know, it, it, like no. I don't. I, I'm not sure exactly how these things are deemed dangerous. I think it's a path they don't want us to go down in questioning. Mm. Um, I'm not a flat, flat Earth proponent, but they ask interesting questions, and they ask interesting questions because they're able to provide evidence that doesn't make sense, right, mm. to the natural world that we're fed. And maybe going down that leads to more and more questions. And like, hey, you can't be walking down this path. Why? Well, it's like because. You you may stumble onto something you shouldn't stumble onto. That's yeah. that's what I think. That's what I think because I always think. Now I have some friends that are flat earthers, mm -hmm. and I always say to them this: 
because they tell me how big their um community is mm -hmm. yeah like the one guy i think he said there's eight million of us alone in brazil so i thought i just said to him why don't you get all your money together club in you're chipping a buck there are three guys right now flying to space yeah or well not to space but enough for us to see if the earth is curved <laughs> you know what i think would be a more plausible test that one that's definitely achievable and again it would take crowdsourcing but get guys together hire a boat to sail you around antarctica mm. but here's the problem you can't go there can you you can go around it so then those seas, the that? seas aren't it's a great question those seas aren't off limits antarctica mm. is off limits the mm -hmm. seas are not those are international waters once you get three miles out. Like it just is what it is. And that's fine. Stay three miles out, sail around. It's gonna be one of the others. Either it's gonna take you two years or it's gonna take you, you know, a month. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Quick test. Yeah. Maybe yeah, I it's no no one wants to put their hands in their pocket to say, I mean, like that's it. It's that's a quick test. Sorry. So no no no, I was just going to say, do you think there's an um, there's an element the people that could afford to do it are probably making money off flat Earth. So would, would, would they don't want to know it? You know, it's if you uh, let's let's say like take UFOs for instance. If um, let let's say something happens and we have one hundred percent solid cast iron proof tomorrow that these things flying around in the sky have little green men in them come from Crusader Reticuli. Now again, they cut a cow up. Sometimes they borrow a person for a couple of hours. Um, th that day, every single independent UFO channel dies because they're not necessary anymore. So the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because people still want to see that stuff, wouldn't they? Yeah. I know. I, I'm, I don't think they would because I think one of the reasons that people are attracted to uh, like alternative media, especially paranormal type uh, type events, is is that it's it's entertaining because it's a, it's an escape from reality. Because you're still you're kind of what looking at it is no matter how much you believe it, it's always kind of a bit like looking at WWE. You have to invest a certain amount of faith in it being real while you're watching it. So at that point, it scratches the like creative itch that humans have. I don't know. I don't. I don't know because I think there's many kind of facets to it. I think there's mm -hmm. people that are out there looking for vindication of an experience they had, or some sort of um, how do you say, where they feel similar to each other, that they can talk about it. If you look at some yeah. of my paranormal videos, there are people that are, that will say, "Look, I've had a similar experience," mm -hmm. and then go into their details. So I think there is that element. There's also the community. There's also the skeptical element where there's people out there that are seriously looking at some of these footages, mm. you know? So. Well, well that would be I the thing. The, it, if it was proven, they those ones would definitely be gone. Mick West would have nothing to do. I, the thing I, is, I what, think he'd always have plenty to do. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and what, what aspect would be proven? It's such a big topic. Like everything, I see, yeah, I suppose like one answer so. that could that could prove it. Like it's no, not. You, you, yeah, you wouldn't go you five because yeah. not everything can be right. And then uh, the the conspiracy theory theorists. Let's say we 
we proved that they were a yeah like some sort of biological yeah. entity that's traveled space but then you'd have the conspiracy theorists that still thought they were gods or angels so you know it's yeah, well the thing yeah, is how do you know right. that they did travel space like how do they prove that mm-hmm. did you take their word for it how do you know they're not an interdimensional alien that's mm. like that's where they the the alt theories and all that it's gonna go as long as people still have curiosity as mm. long as people still have the ability to question Alternative media will always still be there because that's the closest thing you can get to real media. Everything else is just, you know, spoon fed medicine to keep your mind numb from all the main mm. channels and all the talking heads and everyone saying the same thing. It does make you feel different. Like I I'll 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 take this to my grave that um so I think, like I said, I think it's two years now. It's two years since I've had um like live television come in the house. Two years since I've what I, I haven't watched a apart from like the odd clip that you'll find on social media. I haven't sat down and watched the news for a couple of years. Um, yeah. Still, Good still, man, still managed to be fucking relatively well informed as well. So how the yeah. fuck that works? Um, you get better and you unplug. Yeah. I still watch the news. Do you? Well, I can't do that. So my I, th- I genuinely no, I, I see. See, I watch it just to see um, how they're spinning it. Mm. I love to. I love mm. to see the spin, and I'm. I know what's going on. <laughs> I'm not convinced, though. That I mean, maybe this is just me, and maybe maybe it just helped my thought processes, or maybe it just helped me spiral quicker into fucking some sort of like madness. Um, but I've I've found that the way I formulate thoughts and uh, like attack information has changed, and I think got better since i stopped watching television so much like you know the um I, now i don't know i i don't know enough about the whole idea of like the different like frequencies of which things are broadcast and things like that yeah but it it doesn't I, it feels like it's more than just i was like Shit information in, shit, shit data out, shit, shit data in, shit data out. It feels more than that. It feels like there's been there's there's a more there's a more of a clarity when you're not involved in it so much. And even when I've um, when I've stayed right at, like at people's houses and things like that, and the television's been on other people's houses, it's quite jarring when you watch TV and you haven't watched it for a while. You know, it really is weird. It's like it's it's like what it's like going to America for anyone that's been to America and you watch American t- American TV. It's instantly jarring when you get pharmaceutical product advertised on television. So when you, when you rip yourself out of your own media, and then you're sat in someone's house and there's yet another advert for uh, cardiac arrests, and you go, "Hang on a second, this is weird. This is new. This wasn't this wasn't around last time I watched television." I haven't watched television in like we haven't had TV in the house in like 16 years. Wow. wow. Yeah. My wife and I, we've just had internet and laptops and laptops always connected to the TV. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I used to pirate movies <laughs> and TV and things that I wanted to watch. And it was weird. But what I learned out of that is like, you know, that I have kids now and we're pretty, tra- we try to be as careful as we can about what they watch because not about the content. But about the way it is filmed, if you notice, like kids' television is uh, two to three second changes, no more than four yeah. seconds. That's how they keep it. But you're also 
teaching this young mind that's trying to grow not to be able to focus on any problem for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. They can't actually focus because it's constant. I mean, that constant stimulation, constant dopamine, constant flow. Mm-hmm. And like you're talking, Lee, is about being unplugged. And now you just look at things. No, you're just able to take the time and really chew over a problem. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're constantly saturated with that, that's how your brain's grooved in, man. It's it's it has to be shifting, shifting, no attention, no can't problem solve. Yeah. That's what they want is, man. They want a stupid, inept, lazy, weak, and unhealthy. Well, that's one of the weird things I found. Do you have any children hidden? Yeah. 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 See, that's the uh, that's what, what one of the things I found when um uh when my son was like he's, he's only five now, mm. but when he was just growing up, and at that at that point, uh, it I still uh hit my, me and his mum still lived in the same house, and uh, so obviously we had Sky and everything was normal. It was before before Ronies and I decided I'd had enough of listening to things in the morning when I, when I was trying to have a cup of coffee. Um, I, w- I was looking at the kids programs and thinking about what I used to watch when I was a kid. And I've, I started then cause like my, my son was interested in like what the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were. So we started watching the eighties Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like, that I used to watch. Now I'm not comparing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with fucking Shakespeare here. But when you watch cartoons from, say, 30 years ago, they were um, arced storylines that would tr- that would traverse multiple episodes. You know, and the, the, there's hundreds of episodes of uh, of the of the Turtles. You as you would have maybe ten of those episodes would have different set of different stories in, but there would be an arc that went through all of them. You would have multiple characters. The humor in it was so much more nuanced and like, cause you had that sort of 90 sarcasm in it, which was like a dry mm-hmm. wit of uh, humor. And I, I, I just, like all I could think to myself was it's so simple. Like the children's TV is so simple. I remember thinking even before I had children with Teletubbies, how the fuck? How no, but how the fuck are you going to help children develop when you stick them in front of a television and the things that they're being entertained by don't even speak English? Yeah. Oh no, yeah. not not even English. A, a fucking language. A language. A language. No, I get you. I get you. I get you. I get you. Until they want it, man. Until they want it. It's different educations for people who live and who are in charge. They you know teach. Leadership, they teach problem solving, they teach how to approach things from different angles, it's different histories, different backgrounds at private schools, mm-hmm. then public schools, then general education, you know. So even back in the day, the king got a different education than everyone else got. Yeah. It's just how it was. He got he ate different food than everyone else ate. It was not the same. It's still that way today. You know, look at look at the celebrities who are there who are still like 74 years old and ripped. What? Yeah, you know testosterone levels in the five hundreds. Like, oh my god, how much are you on? And not only that, they're doctors. It's monitored. They have their private chefs. They get the organically grown, sourced, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. all that jazz. They get it all, and everyone else gets shit. They get taught shit. They get fed shit. They get treated like shit. Well, look wow. at. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I I was watching uh, Mister Optimistic here, <laughs> <laughs> but I I was watching Joe Rogan the other day, and he had Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers on, 
Mm-hmm. And I was fucking shocked to find out. It, w- it would be now because I think it was like two days away when he was on the podcast. He's 60 years of age now, Anthony Kiedis. Yes. Now, he's in fucking tremendous shape. He looks fucking 45, 50. Mm-hmm. Um, and realistically, when you think of that band, like for the first 20 years of their life, I think they just lived on heroin. If anyone oh, yeah. shouldn't look shouldn't look in good condition, it's fucking those boys. That's what happens, man. They got they got the they got the hookup. They got the best of everything. You know, look at Demi Moore. TikTok. Look at look at some of those celebrities that look better now than they did when they were twenty two. Yeah, I saw a TikTok today as well from of Madonna going through her um, <laughs> like what she called like beauty ritual, which started with like a sound bath. And then, um, then it went from you thought, oh right, well this is all very hippy dippy. Then she had the like blood sucked out of her, which was infused with some sort of fucking gas, and then pumped back into her. And I think, well, that yeah. seems a bit fucking weird, yeah. yeah. And it's, but the, tell you what, there's definitely because I don't know what you think about celebrity culture and um, the uh, like. The, let's say the intentions behind some of the symbolism with these people it seems so blatant now they're like this, this, these people don't seem to be it doesn't seem to be as hidden anymore well they, they've i think they've been caught out too many times that they might it's either one or two things because i always look at what jay-z did and that's always a reminder but it's it's look let's say this it's out in the open so why hide it number one mm. Or number two, what Jay-Z did is, well, let I can profit profit off of this. So, guys, let's get together, throw up some symbols, m- buy, make some T-shirts, let's vlog them. Mm. So you, you get it's, it's It's either or. I do. I personally believe that there's something going on. Because yeah. if you remember, there was a phase where they were all into the Kabbalah and they were all wearing a Kabbalah band, to which Madonna, yeah. who you speak of, still wears her band. Yeah. So she's she still she still is a practicing Kabbalah. And you know what Kabbalah is, yeah? It's uh, ancient yeah. ancient black magic. Well, really bad magic too. Because you know the Jews don't like it. Um I was just trying to find that. Um did any of you guys see the um text thread that uh Kenny West um like screenshotted and shared the other day? Mm, I don't follow which that one. Guy. He's lost the plot, um, man. The one with his, <laughs> I, I think, I think he has lost the plot. Like, and I, and I, th- I think it's very interesting that all of a sudden that the the media that cares about um, mental health so much doesn't care about the the black guy, which clearly needs some sort of counselling. Yeah, well, he's but, uh, he's he's he's. He, I don't know the man personally, but from what's been from what's been portrayed, and not of recent, but how it always seems to be is the transition in his life is where he thought he was bigger than what he is. So it shows you that he probably has this complex where no one can tell him, look, you need help. You can see the con. I'm Kanye West. I don't need help, man. It's all the I people. Think, I think you're right. <laughs> I think, I think you're right in a, in a certain extent. Like I was watching his interview with Lex Friedman and he, he talks like a child, you know, like the, I, I'm, he, he might be one of those people that's just really good at one thing and maybe 
thinking about stuff isn't one of those things. But I want to. I want you to listen to this text that he screenshotted and shared with people because, to me, this speaks to the idea that certain celebrities have handlers. You know, they're mm-hmm. especially important mm-hmm. ones that that uh, there. So, this is from Kanye West's trainer. Yeah, talking about the way he's talking. Uh, he said, "We've Who's got two from? options." Who's uh, this this, from? Is, this was Kanye West's trainer. personal trainer. Oh, texting. trainer, like yeah, oh, texting oh, I, Kanye I you, West. Sorry, I thought you meant yeah. handler. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, no, I no, I think it is his handler. Uh, but it, what's it, his it name? Is, it, it is. Per, I, I forgot his name. Where's his name? Never mind. All right, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> uh, uh, Hanley Pasternak. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, so you, you have two options. First, you uh, you, uh, you you and I sit down, have a loving, open conversation, um, but you don't use curse words uh, and everything. That, and we do, we discuss we do, we discuss things based on fact, uh, not some crazy stuff that dumb friends of yours have told you. Second option, I have you institutionalized again where they medicate the crap out of you and turn you back into a zombie. No more play dates with the kids. It just won't be the same anymore. So that his personal trainer is the one who had him uh, committed the first time. Yeah. And his personal trainer is actually Jewish. Is he really? Yes. Wow. And he said when that came out that uh, he was talking, he wanted to have one about his religion and faith. And people were like, why were you threatening him? He's like, well, someone has to do it. And, blah 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 and the first time when he was committed they ended up letting him out because nobody can figure out how the trainer actually got him committed mm. he didn't have any authority didn't have say he didn't have any speculation they ended up handcuffing him to a gurney and dragging him out when he was totally compliant non-combative even according yeah. to the officers he was handcuffed to the gurney on the as i understand it the request of the trainer who the fuck see, is the trainer see mm. i think and i've always i've always led on the side of this is I think he paid a price, and he didn't like the price. Yeah, I think he's trying to get out of it. Do you think the price was his mother? You, you hit it. You I think that it, was. Man. I think that was the initial. I think that was the ritual being initiated. Gotta yeah. have a sacrifice. In that was the down payment. That was the start. Because <laughs> once you start playing them games, there's only there ain't no way out. Mm. But yeah, especially, I mean, once I think, you, especially once you made that down payment. Yeah, you're you're committed. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you are pot committed if you when you start when you start <coughs> getting into that Sorry. sort of realm. Uh, but I, I do find it interesting though, like the likes of, um, um, like say Bieber and a slopey face and stuff like that, because that that really did make me realize that. I, I think I do think there's a secret. There's a club. I, and I, I I do think powerful people um, in indoctrinate celebrities or even create those celebrities so that when when big events happen like um, vaccination for instance you can uh, you can roll the celebrities out which will encourage the ever like ever passive TV watching masses to to comply and to go and do what their favorite sports star or favorite celebrity did. But um, it showed me with Bieber, someone that's so famous, just how disposable those people are. They're not unique. Mm. 
They're a dime a dozen. I mean, Lee, you, you're involved in music, and uh, I think you probably get that. There's people out there with unbelievable talent. Yeah. That will yeah. never see the light of day. And you get people mm. who are truly just mediocre at best. Mm. And you're like, how is this? Like, well, I work really hard. Bullshit. Somebody once saw a product that they can make two. The rest just doesn't add up. Just doesn't add up. And here in my state with Nashville and the friends that I have that are in that industry, they, they're they're mystified, but they don't ask questions because the checks don't bounce and that's all they care. Mm-hmm. You know? I think there's a... Uh... I think the only real talent I'll probably get shouted at from this, especially from some of my friends that will listen to the podcast that are musicians. I think the only real talent when it comes to music is actual songwriting. I think that's there, there is an, an intangible there that I think is very, very difficult to learn because you can be taught songwriting, but somebody that's taught songwriting doesn't necessarily mean they can write a good song. They just understand how somebody that wrote a good song put it together. But they, it's having those initial thoughts is completely different. But on the performance side of it, and realistically, that's all mm-hmm. um, these sort of celebrities are as performers because the, the the clever songwriters are writing for pretty much fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, it's any good musician can be a great musician if given the opportunity to be because these people are doing it every single day. If you mm-hmm. go, if you go and play professionally, like if, even myself is just what I would, I would consider myself as a pretty average drummer. Um, but if my band was signed and I was stuck on two, like th- two like world tours, by the time I came off those two world tours, I would not just be an average drummer anymore. I'd be fucking phenomenal at it. Just the amount I was doing it. So yeah, I, I don't. I, I can I can see why they are the like entertainers are fucking replaceable, easily replaceable. Well, yeah. Well, band band members uh, in Nashville are basically the equivalent of a pair of shoes that you get at the store, mm. uh, because there are so fucking many. It is yeah. unbelievable. Uh, singers and songwriters, like they have clubs and everything they go to. And it used to be you could find real talent there. But again, even those people never got record deals. They wrote songs mm. for someone else. They, were, they would sing the vocals for someone else that were then played and mixed in during the concerts that these other people who were chosen for whatever reason to be out front. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. I used to, uh, a long time ago, when I did different kinds of jobs, one of the jobs I had bring me in a lot of people's houses. And uh, just basically installing cable and things like that. And uh, spy cameras for the CIA. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but uh, you don't ask, you just do. Um, <laughs> but some of the houses I went into, the guys lived in the rural, like huge fucking estates. And I'd always ask, you know, how, what do you do? And one of the guys was like, I wrote a bunch of songs. <laughs> and he started listing them in their country songs that I didn't know from like the 70s and 80s mm-hmm. and stuff. He's like, yeah, I wrote all those, and I just decided to stop. And I was like, oh, you didn't try and perform? And he just kind of laughed and said, they wouldn't let me. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? <laughs> all right. Mm. Just makes me wonder. Makes me wonder. Yeah, oh, no, well. it, it is. It's it's interesting. I uh, I just I I've I've always just had this thing of like, I wonder how deep it goes, you know. And then the 
obviously like the the Epstein story breaks and then falls away and you go fuck like that's like literally some of the worst of the of the conspiracy theorists kind of, kind of fucking confirmed and it just got washed away I mean, what what did you think about that hidden when the when the Epstein story broke did you I I can still remember when he when when he when he found dead in his cell I was um I was at my gym I was in I was in the swimming pool and it went off on my my phone was at the side of the pool Mm. And usually, if my phone goes off when I'm in the gym, I don't I don't check it because I quite I quite like the quiet in there, especially in the pool. But I checked it, and then I saw that, and I thought, "Fuck, nothing's going to come of this. No one's going to go down, and this is all just going to drift away again." <laughs> but the cons- the conspiracy theories theorists they were quick on it because they were doing all zooming in on his earlobes and saying they were different earlobes. Mm. <laughs> I, I don't I, I don't believe the man's dead. I don't either. Don't you? No, what? no, I don't. I, he's too like I think the thing is, don't get don't get it's not because I think he's important. Um I think he's one of the boys. I don't think uh, I don't think those people that go to that island and see, do what I, they do. I, okay. yeah, yeah. But I see him different. I see him as he was. He he had everybody in their pockets. Did 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 you ever watch that documentary on our Netflix? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, did you did you catch the bit where um, the they were talking about the lawyer and they were saying that he had every room, even the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure. They I'm were, absolutely yeah. sure. They were, yeah. And the FBI went in there and they cleared everything out. Yeah, but but you know the thing they got eighty thousand hours of footage. I the thing is, there was a lot of people going there. There was Woody Allen turning up there. (laughs) Well, I mean, Woody Woody Allen managed to get away with having a relationship with his fucking adopted daughter, didn't he? Nobody fucking asked any questions. Oh well, yeah, I think we did. I think he became. I think he did become a bit of a pariah after that. There was like nothing you could do. Obviously, it's bad what he yeah. did it, it's wrong what he did yeah that's morally but legally there was nothing wrong there's nothing you could do about that one there's nothing you could do knowing what was there but you uh you have to ask the questions of, indeed 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 you know, it's at what point it's it, it's it's a joke i always say i remember when i was doing stand-up i was trying to work it into a bit and i never i never managed to do it was that the, you can tell the real character of a man is when he starts wanking watching harry potter um, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, but, um, I'm glad you didn't work that way. <laughs> but but that, no, that's, that's exactly what it is. Like, at what point? At what point was Woody Allen at home, and his daughter went from being, "Oh, look at my daughter," to, "Oh, look at my daughter." Well, probably, probably, probably at the time when he's raising his kid, his boy, looking at it, thinking. That ain't me. That's Frank Sinatra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. No, but but he had all sorts of clientele, and we can't even talk about um, Andrew and his stay and his foolishness, you know. And even the documentary, you look at the documentary, there's a guy on camera, wasn't he like kind of like the maintenance man? Yeah. Talking how we saw Andrew in the pool with them topless. But you know what the funny thing was? I said all along when the Andrew thing, because I think um, not only Andrew, I think Virginia Guthrie is a plant as well. Because the, that's, well, that's the story, isn't it? The story now is 
is that uh, Prince Andrew fucked a 17-year-old in New York that was trafficked by Jeffrey Epstein. That girl isn't even uh, underage in the country he lives in. So there's so even all that's that's the weird thing I think about um, uh, the whole uh, uh, like thing of like uh, um, Prince Andrew's announce thing in the UK. And you go fuck like the girl he was the girl he was with was nearly eighteen. Like that's not that's not where we are as far as far as the UK goes. That's not child abuse. We should be asked uh, talking about the fact that she was fucking trafficked more than her age than uh, anything else. Mm, mm. But you see, I think he was meant to do it because what happens is that filters down into people's subconscious, and then it's just what happened on Epstein Island. Oh, the uh, people were going there and fucking like good-looking, barely legal girls. You know, that's 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 what was going on. So, so it stops being a child trafficking island and basically just becomes like prostitute fuck island in people's heads and we fucking know it wasn't that because jeffrey epstein had fucking 12 year olds 12 year old twins sent to his fucking house Mm -hmm. from france for for 24 hours of fucking no holes barred fucking um Mm. (laughs) no holes barred fucking i suppose actually doesn't need a punchline (laughs) but um so yeah i think she was Primed yeah. for that position, and like the, the Netflix, Netflix documentary that you did. Fucking wasn't the um whose whose son is it that owns Netflix? Fuck! Can you, can you get? I can't get a separate window open at the minute, Dave. We just we Google that for us because it's someone fucking really known. It's like a, <laughs> um, excuse me. It's like uh, the world, uh, the world's greatest propagandist. Um, He's wrote books. I forgot where his fucking name is. Henry Kissinger. No. Um, oh, let's see if Dave finds it. But um, Reed Hastings. No, is it someone else? Check, check. Have a look who his family tree. Is. Maybe it's, maybe it was his uncle. His uncle. I think that I'm, I'm fucking working from memory here. I didn't know if we were talking about this. Um, whichever way, way it is, it was the the guy that came up with the phrase "diamonds are a girl's best friend," which was so. It's Reed Hastings and Ra- Mark Randolph. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. That is from the uh, Cartier Cartel. Yeah, Diamond Cartel. But they had somebody else. They they had they had somebody else that came in that did that for them. I can't remember. But I, I, I'm sorry, I'll have to look because I'm just fucking waffling at this point. Yeah, I, you, you jumped pretty far afield. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, that, that's what, what I was trying to say is is that the if there was any meat to the, apart from just doing a good true, true crime story, if people like, like true crime stuff, if there was any actual meat in the Jeffrey Epstein stuff, it wouldn't be on a Netflix documentary. Yeah, well, it's, mean, all, it's, it's all with her. Hmm. I can't even pronounce her name. Maxwell. Oh, Gislaine. Uh, Gislaine. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't think she's in jail. No, there was like some fucking weird picture of her supposedly exercising in a yard somewhere. And like the, the picture of that, that was taken of her was clearly taken on a fucking potato. It usually, one of those cameras that's usually only reserved for taking pictures of UFOs. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I, like I say, I think the, 
the, what I do think is really interesting about her, did you see the photograph of her outside the coffee shop when she was on the run? Yep. Yeah. And the, did she, was it was she reading To Kill a Mockingbird? No. no. Was it something no. else? I can't remember. Yeah. It was a, yeah. This is why we should prepare. <laughs> I, well, was, yeah. It, the, the, <laughs> it wasn't it actually the newspaper, the Inquirer. Where Hillary no, Clinton gave yeah, birth. N- no, there was a book birth there to an as well. <laughs> uh, but even the buildings, even the buildings that are around her were photoshopped. Like there was, there was, there was things changed in that photo. That photo, there was, there was no, there was no reason or benefit for it either. It wasn't was, like a high. It was the Book of Honor: uh, The Secret Lives and Deaths of CIA Operatives. Yeah, that's the book she was she was photographed reading. See, that's not a that's not an accident. No. <laughs> No, um, man, I, I I thoroughly believe that they were running an operation that was part CIA, part MI6, part uh, uh, Mossad. That's where all the funding came. That's where the flights were coming out of. They were going after specifically those businessmen and any politician they could get. You know, and then they moved. And if you remember, if you remember, Lee, we were talking, and I said, I told you where the next Epstein Island was going to be in Costa Rica. Yeah. Off that island. And then you had the, uh, oh, who is it? The guy who he developed different current cryptocurrencies, tweeted out on Twitter that his girlfriend was a CIA, that they were running trial trafficking and an entrapment scam. And then he was found dead the next day yeah. in Costa Rica. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, they are. They just moved it, dude. They moved it to an island down there that another. One of Jeffrey Epstein's buddies, who was a former child star, if you guys ever saw the Mighty Ducks, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the blonde kid that was mm-hmm. in it, yeah, 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 it's him. He he I acted for a few it. years. He got into tech. I don't know if he's running. I know he bought it, and right, uh, yeah, yeah. he got into cryptocurrencies very early on with uh, millions of dollars, and now he's a multi-billionaire, multi-multi-billionaire. Wow! And he bought that island, and he, him, and Jeffrey Epstein were pals. He was one of the guys that you know helped Jeffrey Epstein host things about cryptocurrency on the island. And he was known as a pedophile. Like he lived with the, this, the Harvey soda pop thing that you hear Corey Feldman talk about. Mm-hmm. This kid lived with those guys. He would bring other kids to them. He was down for it. Like there's <laughs> reels and reels of that information out there. Mm. And he's also a billionaire that's involved with Jeffrey Epstein and then just happened to buy another island in Costa Rica that's secluded in a former resort. And then you got this cryptocurrency guy raving about there's something going on here and then he's found dead. Mm. Actually, he's not found dead. He's just reported dead. He got dragged out to sea. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, the idea idea that there isn't... uh, Well, sorry, the idea that there wasn't multiple Epstein Islands in the first place... It's oh, crazy, yeah. Yeah, you know, that's but and so but the idea that Epstein gets busted, so you have like rich, influential people going for like a service that was clearly valuable to them. Uh, you had a man that was making like ungodly amounts of money. You know, just having people drop him a hundred million dollars for no apparent reason, give him uh, ho- like homes for multiple hundreds of millions of dollars for no apparent reason. So the money was there for the service that he was providing. So the idea that he gets rumbled and it doesn't happen again, that's like McDonald's having one restaurant. McDonald's having one restaurant. 
that restaurant burning down, and then someone going, "Oh well, it was glad why it's lasted. No more burgers for anyone." Then it 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 will it would be immediately replaced. Guy's name's Brock Pierce. Yeah, he was in no, Mighty that, Ducks, that, Mighty Ducks Two, and the first kid. That name, uh, that name rings a bell. Yeah. Yep, and uh, yeah, he's down there. He's transforming an island in Puerto Rico now. <laughs> I'm surprised that there there hasn't been more. You know, it, 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 the other billionaires with private islands. Um. After maybe after the Epstein thing cracked, maybe maybe somebody should have gone. Can we just like come and have a look over there? We're not accusing you of anything, but if we could just have a look at what goes on, that'd be Dude, great. You, this is the thing nobody gets: is billionaires are beyond. They're yeah. beyond the reach of governments. I am. Mm. I'm interestingly enough. If I Some was playing, them. what is it? Seven degrees of separation. I'm one separation degree from a billionaire, an incredibly mm. wealthy billionaire. And they live in a different fucking world. Mm-hmm. They live in a world that they fly celebrity chefs on private planes around because they want them to cook them dinner that night. Yeah. That kind of shit. Like if they want to go out on the beach and they rent every hotel room for a mile mm-hmm. because they don't want anyone else there. That kind of shit, man. That kind of thing that is they can get F-16 escorts to bypass security. They don't go through TSA. Mm-hmm. They don't. They have fucking limos drive them out on the tarmac and pick them mm-hmm. up. They... They do not live in the reality that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, hell, they don't even live in the reality of most government officials. They don't have that kind of throw. <coughs> I am. Um, I know. I know someone that used to deal in super yachts, and um, there was two two good stories came from that. One is just the like the the, the power that uh, billionaires have, which was the this one particular billionaire had bought a super yacht through this company. Uh, he was going to have it somewhere, uh, and he ha- he had to have it given to him on one day so they could set sail, because he ha- he had a satellite diverted over where he was going to be so he could watch football. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> insane. Also, the this same the same friend of mine he had to um, he had a meeting with another with another person, and at whilst buying said super yacht it was one of the you know the, the crazy ones you see with like all the like amazing wood and stuff like that downstairs and the mm-hmm. like fucking crazy stuff and he said yeah we'll buy it um just before but where uh, uh before we do buy it don't put any of that stuff in and he's like okay he said right then no that's that's fine but we don't want stuff he said just shelves and friends like well what sort of shelving are you looking he said just something for missiles and that was the last communication. The last communication about the super yacht that was bought. Could be an arms dealer. Could be. Yeah, I mean, it's and, and the thing is, there's like a. I've recently <laughs> had it, I've had it explained to me that even among billionaires, there's a different class. Like, if you're a billionaire with like one billion or whatever, there's really no difference between you and someone with four hundred million. Basically, anything you want, you have. You can do anything. Yeah, and then there's these people that float around that we don't even know who they are, mm-hmm. that have unbelievable fucking wealth, unbelievable fucking wealth, like the kind of wealth that can keep your name out of everything. You know, that's fucking spooky. I know of one guy of which I speak, and his name's not on anything. You wouldn't find him anywhere. 
That's the kind of power this guy has. And he's friends mm. with fucking important people. He's friends with the former uh, Twitter CEO. What's his name? Not the one who just got fired, the creator. Um, oh, I'm drawing a blank. The hippie guy with the beard. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast with Head Legal. Oh, uh, the archaeologist. No, 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 no. The uh, he's he's oh, the former uh, the CEO producer. creator of Twitter. Oh, um, oh, Elon Musk. No. <laughs> that's the current. That's the current. Jack owner. Dorsey. Jack Dorsey. So him and Jack Dorsey are pals. Like they they do all kinds of things, and and this guy knows all these other people, and you can't Google shit about him. That's you know? a guy I would like to earwig on a conversation with. Is Jack Dorsey? Shit, the other guy's the one I'd want to go to business meetings with. Fuck. It's just the yeah. fact that the when you when you see interviews with Jack Dorsey because he still is because he's the Twitter guy, mm-hmm. and even though he has probably the lowest profile of any of the tech giants, he still has a profile just because of what he's done. Yeah. Um. But say when you look at interviews with Zuckerberg, for instance, and he just comes across like a fucking cyborg. Um, Jack Dorsey seems to carry fucking sorrow with him. There's a fucking weight to Jack Dorsey that he does not seem, he doesn't seem happy with his contribution to the world, let's put it that way. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. So it's funny, um, I don't know how much I can talk about. So again, on degrees of separation, I heard a story about this guy who sends his kids to the same school that Zuckerberg sends his kids to. And the kind of like thing they do and how they operate in pods separate from each other. And it's fucking crazy, man. Um, again, these people aren't, they're not normal. They're not normal. They're not raising their kids to be normal. They're raising their kids to be apart. They're raising their kids to be leaders of the fucking world and this strange outlook and belief. It's, it's not normal. Mm. It's not normal. The only thing I think that still keeps us all even is we all die for the moment. And they're trying to work on that. Oh, desperate. They're desperate. <laughs> Once they transcend that, it's going to be a different, it, and I don't think they ever will. I don't think that's possible. No. Um, yeah. Well, it's the thing, isn't it? It's the, um, it, it the the only way to the only way to live forever would be to disprove the soul. If you could disprove the soul, and then just so all a human being is is a collection of experiences that they've had through their life that stop when they die. Mm-hmm. So that means that you could, if there was some way to download those experiences into a digital form, then that then that existence could continue having experiences after the body has died. Um. That assumes that that is what consciousness actually is, and when that's a lot where of the new data says that's that where it's I not mean. that. No, no, I yeah. don't think it is. Yeah. I don't think it think it's yeah. that. the new data says that there's a quantum quantum element to consciousness. I think mm. I think what they'll they're gonna try and do, yeah, is they're gonna make they'll never make us. We will go, but they'll try and make something that will live on that will pretend to be us, kind of like with AI infused with our thoughts and our memories. Mm. If you get what I mean, like no, I do. say they yeah. say they get the raw data from us, the mm-hmm. AI can run with it. I don't think they're ever going to get it. I think our I don't think AI is ever going to pan. Um, I think it'll be good enough to fool us at some point. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, that's just that's yeah. just again that's a clever magician though. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, a good magician can fool you. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the magic, the spark that is consciousness, like it's different. I mean, there's lots of different documentaries that talk about it, and there was a there's a really good one that has Paul Stamets on it, and it's uh, on Netflix. It's about mushrooms. Um, <laughs> the fantastic, fantastic fungi. Oh yeah, I was. I've been watching that. I've nearly finished it. It's really good. Yeah, it is really good. And and yeah. part of the thing, like they lay out, and and I get where they come from because they come with this preformed context of, of like their opinion is being formed by their their preconceived notions. And I, I mean, honestly, everyone's is mine is too. And the one I'm about to regurgitate is, is 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 as well. But I think it's interesting. So if you look at that at face value and what they're talking about, and they're like, well, you know, what just happened, and then we all from fungi, and this is really how it started, and this is where it went through. And then they kind of skip past that and then they get into how everything's tied together, how all these systems work. That is an elegant design that works perfectly and we have no record of error or failure. And that's what you would expect in a, in a system like that that had to develop on its own. Mm-hmm. What they show to me is it's a system that was proven and made perfect and that fungi is a huge fucking part of it. It's the unspoken part. It is the, it's the janitor of the world. It is the maintenance program of the world. Breaking down refuse, cleaning things up. It can clean up nuclear material. It can clean up radioactive. It can clean up anything we can fucking do to it. There's fungi there that can break down concrete and steal. Mm. Wish they'd clean up my search history. But when you when you look at it from that perspective, like it's an element of design. It's a fantastic element of design. And I don't know. I think that immediately plays back into the occult practices of the elite and shit that they're into. Mm. I don't know. I think they view the world differently and they're trying to get out or continue on or breach some kind of consciousness doorway, you know, and using some kind of mopped to souped up AI to do that with. Have you, have you ever heard of the prophecies? Which ones? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> About how the world will end. According to who? Let's say, well, let's say regulations. Um, yeah, fire. Yeah, I am. I am familiar. Enoch predicted that. What of them? Well, don't you think? Like, first of all, in in like the cryptic way it speaks, it talks about they have to have a key to unlock some certain thing to unleash on. The thousand year reign. Oh, you're talking about like the seals, the seals and the bulls? Something like that. I yeah, think that's well, what I mean, I'm on about. Yeah, I think that he was just being shown that that the angel is going through breaking the seals and pouring out the bulls, different bulls of wrath, different seals of judgment. But is it is it now the bulls? Don't the bulls represent the temples? The the third temple. You know, there's so many interpretations that I honestly don't know. There's everybody has cliff notes of what they think things are. And I think the more I've ever read or studied and the longer I go on in life to realize I don't know. And I don't think anyone else does either. Mm. You know, I think that those guys are trying to fit it in with the worldview and the information they have. And that's great. But I also think that that's something so far beyond. Yeah. Okay. I'm not talking about like, um, people that go on and say like you know in 2024 the world's going to end because this is this sign and all that yeah yeah is that what you're thinking oh See, no 
No. See, all right, the the way I've seen things is because I've stopped beating up my head again about this stuff. But the way I see these things, I see that all this is interconnected with energies that they mm -hmm. need to do to do these. And I think they're casting a lot of spells. Fair enough, there's some things that are going on that shouldn't be going on. There's a lot of things that are going on. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that scared me then. <laughs> but um, see, I I believe in the I believe in certain prophecies, mm -hmm. and I've always thought this will come through. And I look at the um the 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 temple in Israel. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, Israel has started doing, you know, about the red heifers. Yep. This is what always spoke to me about the red. You know about this, Lee, about the red. No, heifers. no, you're going to have to speak to me like I'm a child here and to smarten me up. Can you tell them about it? So the red heifers are a sign and a sacrament that are supposed to be coming through, and they've been looking for them. And it's a certain sign, kind of like the white buffalo with Native Americans or indigenous. I don't know, whatever the fuck I'm supposed to call them. I don't know anymore. Um, there's different you know, signs, and there've been, you know, and there's some that have been born, and some of the elders have said, "Hey, these meet it. This would meet the sacrifice and the reason for us to re-raise the temple." Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, but they've got. It's not just hinging. It, it all hinges on this. I mean, sorry, because they've got everything in place. They've got the menorahs. They got the the people they need to sing. They got the throne. They need mm -hmm. the red heifers. The red heifers are the last thing. Now, I've always yeah. followed red heifers when they're born, and I never understood, and it always spooked me a bit because you don't hear nothing about it. There's not a whisper. There's nothing about them once they've been born. What I found out is they need a pure red heifer. Mm -hmm. Now, these ones that are being born, after I think it's about six months, they start getting spots. Yeah, they change colors. Yeah. Yeah. So then they have pure. to meet an age requirement for sacrifice. They're not pure red heifers. But yep. what Israel has done is started the cloning project. That we can do it. Yeah. And guess what? They're planning to clone. Oh, yeah. No, that, that, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, but again, that's whether they can achieve it or not. They don't have anything to work with. But yeah, I mean, they're, they're countries everywhere are playing with that kind of stuff. It's, yeah, that, uh, if you were dealing with things. like things that are prophecy, though, would that work? You know, it's because essentially, even if you clone something, so so that's like we can we break something down to a genetic uh, like material, it, and you still, can select you can select things to it still like, make the requirements. It still will be what it is. Yeah, and you're still you're as good as painting it. When you're saying when you're saying these people are like they're doing it out in the open, yeah. Mm -hmm. Say not not say almost ritualistic, yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's say they are, yeah. Because if they're if they're still doing these things and they're trying to pull it off as entertainment, yeah, they're still for, for performing a ritual. The yeah, ritual, course, absolutely, know, yeah, yeah. It doesn't know it's for entertainment. They're still doing it, and even if they're pulling it off in a crowd, that's even more dangerous because the, the ritual is being able to absorb energy. Mm -hmm. that energy that's within that crowd and it becomes even stronger yeah um mm -hmm. the, the I, it's it's almost a like bi-weekly event that at some point during one of these podcasts we bring up the um the the tunnel that was opened by cern you know that where they had the like that that crazy fucking ceremony to open that that not just, sure not 
Oh yeah, Fucking yeah, in the, through the mountain. Yeah, 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 that was insane. Why? Believe me, my first channel, I covered that. The hidden yeah. underbelly was on that man. I was on that. But did did you cover the um, twenty twelve? Was it the twenty twelve Olympics opening ceremony? No, Especially in 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 modern light, in the modern light. I mean, that's if you go back and look at that with the um, you know, it's the the like the lights in the arena are essentially a coronavirus. The um, the um, the the dancing part was nurses stood next to like hospital beds treating people, and then there was a like a fucking hundred foot effigy of death walking around. It was fucking insane, insane, and it's what and it's kind of one of those things where I've uh, half of me, especially like music, music wise, because like I'm a big like, Nine Inch Nails fan, for instance. Um, half of me goes like, I can see how this could be fucking ritualized, but then the other part of me thinks, but well, hang on a second. If I if I was half as talented as Trent Reznor and I was making that sort of mu- uh, that sort of music, I'd have fucking music videos like that because there's a certain element of it is fucking cool and that's awesome. Yeah, you know, So yeah. I, I I've I've always been conflicted with is this a fucking uh, a high five and a, and a wink to satanic forces or is it just people going yeah fucking demons are cool man? Well, there's 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 uh, see, there's a line. There's a line. Mm-hmm. All right. Like you might see, say, say, like, say, when Iron Maiden had all their stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that was anything to do other than a good stage show. Yeah. But then but when they... you see when you see Katy Perry, for example, now mm-hmm. drinking effigy, drink out of a heart, drinking m- blood, yeah, and smearing it all over her face. It's a completely different thing. I think, given the context of her image as well, that it's quite, quite jarring, isn't it? It's weird. Yeah, you, know, you talk about a bubblegum pop princess, but is it is it that weird? I mean, like look at with, like I say, her involvement with um, oh, it's not weird. Don't get me wrong; that, it's, it's not weird. That other it, person. Should, it should be weird. I, I can't stand the guy, man. Mm-hmm. Russell Brand. Look at his look at his involvement. I don't like uh, the guy, man. <laughs> I, I I've got time for Russell Brand. Like I think he's I I don't I don't subscribe to this thing that every connected person is on Team Bad, and it, that that's the thing. Like the if people to keep turning, around, I say, oh yeah, but he's it, it's for misinformation. You know, like he's he's okay. he's, he's a misinformation specialist. I, and you go, I don't. Okay, okay. All, that's, all that's, I was going to say. He, he's but, he, he's out there trying to tell the truth, yeah. Yeah. So he's but that, saying, that's yeah? the thing. So, if, so if, if, has he ever spoke? Has he ever spoke about the parties that he'd been to? No, I don't. I don't think he's suicidal. I think he's seen a way of making money, and that's all he um, is. And I still think he's part of what it is. I th- do. You know what? I think he's made. He's made enough money. Because don't get me wrong. I'm sure he's making money. But I tell you what. He's not making Hollywood money on Rumble. No. He'll be he's he's gonna make good money. Don't get me wrong. And to tell you what he won't do either. He won't be making YouTube money on Rumble either. Um I'm, so, I'm sure the guy's been to some like deviant sex parties in Hollywood. I'm sure most of them have. 
you know, one way or the other. And it's what, like everybody's done something that they're not proud of in their life. And it's how you're shaped afterwards. Yes. What do you do? You know, the, do you uh, dive uh, in deep and go all the way or do you be like, I'm getting the fuck out of this. This isn't good for me. It's the way you it's, know? it's, 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 it's almost like the, it's almost like the Egyptian weighing of the souls thing, isn't it? You know, it's a, so at one point you let's, let's say, um, let's say somebody at like a young age, fucking 16 or something like that, does something fucking terrible, kills one of his friends, we'll say. But then that person goes on to do nothing but good for the rest of his life. Which do you pick? Do you, do you, do you constantly look at that guy as the guy that killed somebody? Or do you look at the guy that maybe saved fucking 500,000 lives because that's what he did, dedicated his life to doing? You know, that, that's, that, that's what, it's a simplified version of where I think Russell Brand is. I think he's been inside, I think he's been inside the room. I think he's seen it. And what he's doing now is essentially some fucking maintenance on his soul. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I never looked on it that way. Mm. I just don't like the guy anyways. Let's <laughs> <laughs> understand. He, he can come across that way. I get that. Yeah. No, I, I, don't, I don't trust him. I don't trust him. So there's a there's a celebrity chick. I guess she's a celebrity. Um, I saw her interview and she was talking about Hollywood parties that she got asked to come to. And it was... I, I couldn't tell you the name of the other chick. But anyway, this chick's name is Woa Vicky. I've never heard of her. I no. have no idea. Some super skinny white chick who... I don't know. Anyway... She was saying, you know, she got this invite to this party and she was like, yeah, this person's cool. I want to go to that party. And then there's a contract to sign to go in that you had to sign in blood and everyone had to leave their foot, their phones. And it's talking about all kinds of, you can't talk about this shit. You can't do this shit. You got to take your shoes off. You got to sign this, you know, dot it in blood. And she's like, nope, fuck that. Send me to the house. I don't need to go to this party. <laughs> and everyone's like, no, no, just do it. Everyone does it. No, like, no, fuck no, you. No, no, no. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Well played, yeah. man. I mean, there's yeah. people like there's there's this guy that I I I, I used to like. Sadly, I I don't catch him. You ever heard of Cat Williams? Yeah. Oh, uh, he's funny. But you remember all the shit that came down on him because he started talking about the parties he was going to. Yeah. But yeah, he, he, he have you ever heard of him, Lee? I've heard the name. I don't know what he is. He's a comedian, but he used to do it in the show. Like he, he's he's telling you what's going on, man. But he's putting mm -hmm. in a way that it's funny. Yeah, yeah. He talked about some dark shit. There's another chick. She was on YouTube for a while. Um, she never. I mean, she was at part. She was she was one of the girls that's at parties like this. And but she's a party girl. She didn't know. And uh, she's. I think she was called Redhead Redemption. She used to be a porn star. She was like an intern in, in Wall Street and decided she could make more money, you know, sucking and mm -hmm. fucking. And I'm sure she did. And. Um, she would talk about like Hollywood parties she got invited to and paid to go to these with rich people having orgies in rooms and celebrities and just fucking wild debauchery. Um, and it's interesting to see her now because she's clearly struggling with shit. You know, whether she's going to, she's going to open only fans. And then she's like, why am I selling my soul for this? I don't know what I'm going to do. She doesn't know what to like. She's, you can see her mentally and spiritually fucked up. And I don't think she can recognize what it is. Mm. Yeah. yeah, of course, Some and it's all, and it's always it's always because these people that these parties that you you go into, no one can name names because no one knows these faces. 
You know what I mean? These are people like that are producers that, you know, make make the money. But you don't know who the, what they look like. You could yeah. go into you could go into your your local local shop and they'll stand in right next to you. You don't know what they look like. These are the yeah. people that are there. These are the people wearing their hoods. <laughs> so, and doing, that, doing their yeah. little things and getting getting the old um Alistair Crowley magic on it. Oh yeah, again, that's uh, the the perversion of sex magic. So since we have that interesting background, you guys are familiar with uh, Stanley Kubrick, Eyes Wide Shut, mm -hmm. the twenty five minutes that was cut out and never put in the film. Yep, never never watched yeah. it. Never uh, watched Eyes Wide Shut's good. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you you definitely need to watch Eyes Wide yeah. Shut. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. The yeah. Uh, the interesting thing about the uh, it, Eyes Wide Shut is just as a quick synopsis is essentially um, a guy that gets caught up in the Illuminati. That's that's he and it's he gets brought into secret societies and that's that's what the film's about. And um, mm -hmm. it's there's been this mythic uh, twenty five minutes that was cut from the film. Stanley Kubrick had. Um, complete creative control of what he did, so those films could not be edited without his his without say so. His say so so uh, he died just before it came out, and he filmed that over like what two years? Yeah, it was yeah. a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's another really good one. Have you seen uh, Johnny Depp's in it? And it's from a book series, but the movie, you know, the, ninth, the, gate. the, the ninth Gate. Yeah, that's no. a great film. That's a fuck. I think that's closer to the truth than anything else. Is yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, there, see, there's a guy. There's a guy that's been involved in some stuff. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how much of his soul's left. Yeah, not a lot. I don't think not a lot. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I think that um, I don't know, man. It goes into a deeper theory that I have of of things and the nature of things. You know, uh, we made biblical references earlier, and I think one of the things that Hollows through is, you know, many are called and few are chosen. And I think that there's a movement of incredibly powerful people that are, in fact, not chosen and they're not happy about it. They want some kind of divine interaction or some other kind of interaction. And they're finding these people or things that are able to give it to them. And they go in all the way. I think, I think mm. it's easy to find those people and sell them. Mm. Mm. I think, I think you're almost right. Uh, but we, we, I know you said quite, quite a few times in this podcast, like many, many are called, few are chosen. But um, I think there's two two recruiting agents. I agree. Yeah, you know, and I, I agree. I, th I, th I think that's that's the difference between people that just go around doing some like grade B nasty shit to mm -hmm. what some of the A pluses are doing, and it's the A pluses were chosen to do what they're doing. Well, I think. Well, I look at that different. I think the ones that are chosen, they. I think there are two recruiting sides, and I think the people that are chosen, and whatever that means, however, however you manifest that, like the people that yeah. are chosen, whether it's a genetic mutation or whether they're truly chosen, they have an ability to connect to something fucking else. Mm -hmm. And that something else on both sides is vying for their attention. And those people have to pick. Mm -hmm. And it'll dictate the rest of their life. I think the rest of us are <laughs> NPCs in their fucking game. I don't feel it. I yeah. think it's a feeling, and I, like, like you say, I don't. I don't know where the things that uh, come to, but uh, I don't. I don't know if if, if things actually have like a, a net, like a big enough net positive for doing them. But for instance, I mean, when you when you think like for for instance, because I I genuinely believe that for whatever reason, 
I'm supposed to be doing these shows like that I'm doing right now. I'm, I believe it was supposed to change, and regardless of what that was, you know, I got a I got a nice message off a listener that we listen to this podcast podcast now. He's a a, a patron as well, uh, thanking me that the the, the state uh, or province, wherever it is, he lives in in Canada. Um, the they he lives in Alberta, and they just had a new uh, mayor that was in who's a essentially lifted vaccine mandates and apologized and like literally apologized for future heart complaints that these people are in, in that state may get because of the vaccine. Obviously you'll know this because it, because it's been on all the news channels. Um, but uh, he sent, he sent me a message the other day thanking me for doing this podcast because like he, lo- lots of people around him got it and he found it easier to say no to getting that thing. Um, because he knew he because there was other people out there talking about it, and that's basically around the time that this show t- this show took a twist. So I, th- I think there's things like that. There's there's a reason people do things, and um, I agree. It's a, like I say, sometimes it's just a feeling. This was a fucking comedy show. You know, Mercy Audio started as a comedy show, and then it was a fucking movie reaction show, and then somehow. Somehow now it's this, what this thing has turned into. But um, sorry, I dig, I, dig, I digress. But before we, I know we, we we kind of slipped into the whole the this this whole sort of hidden hand thing. But Dave, you sent me a link the other day, um, which I, I, that it feels like this might tie in somewhere to what we're talking about as far as entities go. What link? The uh, the story about the uh, invisible entities. Oh, Northrop Grumman, who's a major defense contractor for, you know, Western countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they you can go to, you can actually go Google Northrop Grumman and uh, hidden entities, and you'll pull out their link. And they're talking that there may be a possibility that um, aliens and beings are. Ooh, I just got a dizzy spill. Uh, aliens and beings are um, here with us. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's a civilization that's five minutes ahead or five minutes behind. Maybe they're occupying this same reality in a way that we can't perceive because of our limited perception abilities and that we, fo- we, we operate in a three-dimensional world. And not only that, maybe it's based on, like they go in the whole thing, maybe life isn't based on what we understand. Maybe it's based on silicone or phosphorus or mm-hmm. it, it goes through several things. Uh, but some of the ideas were that we were living alongside other civilizations and we just didn't know it. Like we weren't aware of each other. It's like an invisible biodome that exists over around us. Mm-hmm. And we only have limited interaction. It was pretty, pretty something, man. I recommend anyone go read it. And the fact is, yeah. it's like, it's a two year old article. I'll you try. Know, and you, if, you, yeah. you put, you gave me the, uh, the link to it. I'll try and remember to put it in the, the, uh, yeah. the, 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 the the synopsis they, of this episode. They, they also talk about something that I think is a very interesting warning is the uncanny valley. And for those that aren't aware what the uncanny valley is, the uncanny valley is the relationship to something that looks human that is not human. Hmm. And that humans are inherently uneasy, if not fearful of these things. It's like a danger response. Why would we have a danger response to something that looks human but isn't human? Yeah. Yeah, it's why people don't like AI robots or they don't mm. want to deal with AI in any kind of way. If they can detect that it's not, it makes them uneasy. 
and that is a it's a very interesting thing that's built into us um i i do i find fear response quite interesting in the, those like in, in odd places you know there's certain rooms uh certain places where it doesn't matter what time of day it is doesn't matter what you're doing just don't feel right in there yeah i mean it, it makes it makes one wonder you know um i don't know i, I could go pretty deep on a lot of that but uh fucking it's pound it's away something. yeah um but yeah the uncanny valley i think it's in northrop grumman talks about that like the fact that, that this you know trillion dollar uh entity that provides weaponry and and tell military i mean they they're a government that runs other governments basically you know they're real mm. power and they're full full focus on this in fact that that same below that article is linked uh when you go to their website uh one on being able to predict death predictive death measurements and how we can do that and like that leads me to believe that they're fully into trying to measure consciousness understand consciousness reality in life like that's what mm. these things are throwing money into so I mean, it makes sense. Uh, I, I've often thought, and uh, like, because we, we've there's been theories about having like parallel universes and things, which is kind of it, it, it would gel with that idea, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. um, and it, it, I've always thought it seems it seems more reasonable to try and explore reality than it does to try and explore space, for instance. You know that you've got such such a barrier to uh to exploring space so but, but we ne we never talk about this whole thing and we know we know we've done like experiments on uh like on perception of reality we know that uh well yeah we've, we've heard, all heard the montauk project regardless of how um accurate well, some of the so, yeah um, some of the the stories are of it in a nutshell what is the montauk project I believe the Montauk Project was a government program where they were using people, children, um, they're using their fear response in, in a similar way to how I think that adrenochrome is a thing, uh, and they were trying to do, do it to, to essentially pierce the veil. Yeah, I think that they were giving them uh, electronic and chemical treatments to try and get them to move through reality yet yeah. their young undeveloped minds when they're you know their pineal grand is still just flowing and it's open and we mm -hmm. can just pump this thing through let's see if we can pump them full of shit and get some answers because they'd already been working on you know psychic spies and shit like that for a while they know that they could train someone up to do something like that and i think they were trying to take it extra far now as far as the time traveling and all the there i mean the Montauk Project has a lot of mythos that goes with it that's pretty fucking mm -hmm. out there. And it really yeah. comes from one or two seemingly pretty crazy people, if not just straight up disinfo agents. <laughs> yeah. Or might be telling the truth. Maybe. Maybe. But, um, it's, easy, I, it's, easy, I it's, easy to, it's easier to try and discredit somebody telling the truth. It is. This truth is pretty out there. <laughs> yeah, but give, give, uh, given his yeah. truth, I don't given know. The, and given who he is, and essentially given given the fairly low profile he's had as well, um, I feel if he did know things, he'd have already been erased. Yeah, I mean, he was talking about trying to assassinate Jesus Christ with a Colt forty five. <laughs> That's fair. That's yeah, uh, you know, 
Yeah, I usually get, and that's the thing, man. I usually give everybody a fair shake, even if shit sounds out there, unless it's just like, what? Like one time I went to a, a, a MUFON event and uh, this guy was talking that Jesus knocked him off his bicycle with microwave radiation. It's like, all right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Where do you get your drugs? Yeah. <laughs> like, that guy sounds um, awesome. <laughs> It sounds like an uh, sounds like a, lo- a line from a fucking gong song. Um, <laughs> the uh, the the other one, a guy I found weird about that was who's the who's the guy that was supposedly on the um, the Philadelphia experiment ship that fell off the side of it, and reckons he fell through time into like fucking. 3046 and was a tour guide. He got oh, a job yeah. as a tour guide. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. Was, you know, wasn't it's... he wasn't he Sam Beckett? <laughs> he might as well have been, yeah. Jumping through time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, and the then thing he managed you... to get himself back. I'm glad you knew that reference. I thought they, I thought they sent him back. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah, what means some, like, they, got, they got, were, him, got yeah. himself to go back. Right? But uh, um he making make the rest of us look crazy. I just I just think shit was going on on Fuck Island. And maybe the uh, maybe we'd be doing some experiments, and he's running around saying he got he managed to fall through to the future. I think right. Can you imagine something as well? Like, can you imagine how useless the a time traveler in the wrong direction would be to be a tour guide for the future? That's it just depends like, if he if he's been a tour guide for stuff that's from his time. Oh, maybe. You know yeah, I mean? maybe. Yeah, like people like, <laughs> like where you know. It'd be like having a tour guide that was around when the Egyptian pyramids were built. Hell, I'll take that tour. <laughs> um, the one I did find uh, interesting. Do you remember the uh, time traveler guy that sort of popped up in the forums in the early yeah, 2000s? Yeah, I liked him. Yeah, it was it? Yeah. Oh, fuck, what was his name? Um, he had a photo where he's the car and that laser was bending. He's like, see this? Yeah. Is the, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he, he 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 reckoned he came back, but he he came back in time because he needed a part from an IBM machine, I think, from a certain from a certain like time of making computers. And he explained why he needed this certain part of this computer. And then it was only like maybe six years ago, maybe maybe slightly longer, but I think I think it was about six years ago, where it sort of came out and said like, yeah, this was this thing that was in this computer would have done what this guy was saying and it shouldn't have been common knowledge to people you know like there was there was very few people that understood that what he was saying about this old computer would would do the job he needed it to so yeah could have I, I thought a tech he, nerd. could have just been a tech nerd but i think there was something there was something else to it as well where it was like even if he was just a tech nerd he would have to have been a tech nerd that worked inside that project as well yeah, you got you got to have dreams, man. It could have mm-hmm. been. What if? <laughs> well, I mean, if if time travel is possible, it has to be going on right now. That's the way it works. Well, so that's that's a Northrop Grumman thing, as they say. Some of these extraterrestrial things, because they even talk I mean, like that article talks about it very matter of fact. Like these things that we're seeing, maybe they are time travelers that are happen to be getting caught here. That's why they're so active to be above and around us, and they can tell when things are like that's. I was like, well, that's that doesn't make sense, though. 
unless you start looking at you know alternate timelines or alternate realities that, that we would perceive as time travel. Mm. Um, or it's easier to wrap our minds around. I, I think it's very interesting that like I know it gets a really rough rap from certain people in the field, air quotes. <laughs> um, but the Skinwalker Ranch thing, the Travis Taylor guy. Mm-hmm. Um, brilliant guy. He's got a shitload of PhDs. The guy fucking worked for DARPA. He worked for the Department of Energy. He worked for the Department of Defense. Like he's a fucking bright guy. Um, and some of the stuff he said, not on the Skinwalker Ranch show, but in interviews outside of it. His TED talk from 2012 is something people should watch. Mm-hmm. He goes into the fact that he he and other leading scientists believe that there is a quantum nature to consciousness. And if that's so. The hitchhiker effect people pick up from paranormal areas or paranormal events or high energy, whatever, whatever you want to call it, high phenomenon, is that those are somehow quantumly connected. That's why they get entangled with you and they're able to follow you for a limited time. Mm. Like that whole train of thought is fucking mind-blowing. That shows that there's a level of existence beyond what we can understand of existence. Like these meat suits that we're we're clearly plugged into is just really an antenna. But it's 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 good that how seriously is this man taken? Extremely. Well, it's good that somebody of his caliber is talking about this stuff. He gets a lot of hate in the community. <laughs> I've I've discovered there's he's, a lot of community. <laughs> you see, you see, the problem with it is. He, he could be tapping into one thing and that thing could be right because there are, oh, yeah. I always believe that there's many different facets to things. There's not, there's not just one thing at play here. Mm-hmm. There are many things. Does it tie into one grand design? Well, that's up to, let's have a look and see how that plays out. So the show's interesting. The show, they bring that rabbi on to do like a song ritual type thing, right? And they were able to get a thermal vortex mass to manifest in a doorway all by itself, which people are like, oh, that's bullshit. That's a big fucking deal. You have ambient temperature air. Where is this thermal bloom coming from? What's a, There's what's no a, power there. What's, what, what's that in English for me? I'm a uh, it's, so they, yeah, they have a, uh, uh, an IR, right? Heat. They're looking for heat. And they're able to see that all the temperature in the air, there's no power out here. There's no nothing. The air, the building, it's all the same color. And in between a doorway of a building that has no roof, has no power, it's open to the elements, a mm. thermal bloom. So a spot of heat starts to hot, open up and expand right there. How big? Uh, large as a person, but didn't look Whoa. like a person. Whoa. It just looked like the air was heating Whoa. up. And that's something people, oh, well, it could be. It don't necessarily has to look like a person. It could be it anything. Ha- it, it could be But anything. just to have that coming out of any nowhere. Yeah. But the thing that I find shouldn't be there. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. The thing that I find super interesting is that Travis Taylor was talking about that in an interview outside of the show. Mm. He said that the rabbi said that something there communicated with him and he was to tell Travis that it is going to make itself known to him. And then later on, he had some nightmares and some weird dreams and there were events happening around the security cameras at the trailer he sleeps at and then things followed him home. That he couldn't explain, and he's like, I, he said, I don't want to talk about it because the more I talk about, it, and that's one of the th- key things about these phenomenon I've at least heard, or at least how I understand it, the more you get attention you give it, and the more you talk about it, the more they happen to you. It's because you're giving it energy. It's energy, yeah, yeah. But a, a energy solely by attention. So think about that—that that our attention, our focus, and our will oh, is enough no. to manifest. 
energy solar, uh, solely by attention. That means that the parallel, parallel dimensions are just full of OnlyFans girls. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is Such our, crazy uh, ladies. <laughs> That is hell. God bless crazy ladies. No, but it is it is wild. And but that what you're saying there about the um, weed and crazy women (laughs) in 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 the doorway makes me think of um, like in ancient ruins how we we always find these stone doors to nowhere. Mm. You know, was the ceremonies that could be done that were mm. that you were able to open those doors and put? You're hitting like, it, man. You're things. hitting it. You're hitting it. Yeah. You're hitting it. You're hitting it. That's it, man. That's it. Yeah, I think there. Yeah, I Sorry, think it, in a different time there was a way. I think you're absolutely right. I think in a different way there was a time to be able to open these things. There was a way to be able to cross over, and something happened, or something decided to stop that. Like. If you want to get biblical, you look back to like the Book of Enoch, right? The Watchers and Semyaza and all his followers, the Watchers who fell, were cast down and lot out, right? Blocked out. This is, it has nothing to do with Lucifer or the fall. These are different, different entities that were mostly trapped or but, kept here. But and, if, but if, oh, sorry. Oh no, I was to say, and uh, so they were teaching magic, or, or what what is referenced as magic, especially when you get into like the Book of Yasher, the Book of Enoch. You learn the things that they're teaching, like war, combat sports, cosmetics, uh, astrology, astronomy, all that shit. How to read the signs and the seasons, how to use plants, how to do all that, how to how to abort, how to you know sacrifice, blood magic, real shit like that. Maybe they were trying to get the humans to do something they couldn't do themselves so they could get the fuck out. Because whatever, whatever did it to them stopped them from being able to leave. But's- but see, the thing is now, these things were written down. You know, even even saying when, when they find um, scrolls that they narrate, how they know about, how we can interpret now as, say, you, you talk of the Book of Enoch, mm-hmm. how we can sit back and say, yes, this is a powerful book, just through what archaeology has discovered. But through archaeology, they have discovered other books that we can't, we we have not seen. Oh yeah, definitely. And and these books of hell, they exist. Yeah, they don't. It's not that they don't exist. This is where the Illuminati come into play. Because there's Very always awesome. been, there's been no see. There's been a sever in this. The mm-hmm. Illuminati, let's say, was set up as good. Mm-hmm. And then there was a faction that came out. Um, I'm going to have a problem saying his name. Adam Weissop? I'm not sure. No, you never heard of him. He's, he's the Bavarian branch of the Illuminati. And this became your most nefarious ones. But they still had all, all the access to all this magic. Mm-hmm. You understand what we talk of? Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to Google him up? Adam, Adam, Adam Weissop. I think that's what how I'm saying his name right. This is the kind of stuff that got me in trouble with my first channel. <laughs> it's all right. Well, at least pod- podcast is a little wild west at the minute, but um, yeah. yeah, it just makes you wonder what hidden knowledge is out there. You know, when you look at like the like Vatican Library, Library of Alexander, indeed, like indeed. 
you know, indeed, look, look, every time, every time, say the Vatican or Rome at that time, because the Vatican is extent is, is Rome. Mm -hmm. It's just that they just took over the empire and said, right, we'll control this bit. This is us. We'll still have the same guards that guarded us when we were way back when still guard us. Am I right? Mm -hmm. So they, they knew that when they look, when they sacked Jerusalem, Israel, when they, when they did Jerusalem, yeah, they, their tapestries show them even carrying the Ark of the Covenant, yeah, taking off with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? And it's that even, even if we take, um, but that's on the tapestry, Lee, that's not a conspiracy. Oh, no, that's no, no, on but, one of the tapestries. But what I mean is, even if we take what, what, like what we, what we know and what, what we can confirm, you know, because like the, I mean, I, I, I've absolutely no. No doubt that the Ark of the Covenant is is an a like a physical thing, regardless of what it what it is, or what it does, or why it is. Um, well, what I'm saying is they they've got these books of knowledge as well because they knew how powerful it was. And so the, only the Vatican, reason, it all rests there. But that that's what I was going to say. The only reason you would keep those things is if there was a an advantage for you to do so. Mm -hmm. And there's none. Because well, everybody, there, look, there, look there clearly what, is. There's clearly yeah, an advantage for them to keep it. All right, I'll give you an example of this. Look at what um, what's his name is doing. What's his name? The guy who's doing the CE five. Oh, um, God, we, uh, yeah, Stephen Greer. Greer. Yeah. Okay. Look at now. Look at what he's doing. How he's telling. I got a gist of it. No, I ain't subscribed to it or anything because I, I advise a lot of people who say they're trying because they talk to me as a UFO person. And I don't see what he's saying to do as anything to do with you. Well, in a way, yeah, but in a way, no, it's nothing to do with UFO. I think it's more cult. And I, I think meditation, that sort of stuff, I think I think they're very powerful tools that can that can definitely indeed. like bring stuff forward. But I think A, I think you've got to be that sort of person. I'm sure there are um there are shamans out there that can fucking meditate themselves into something that would take a uh, like a normal human fucking a bucket full of psychedelics to get there. Or, um, or maybe the shaman just took the psychedelics. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. On on, on what he's doing though, it's still it's still a form of um conjuring. Oh, of course it's it is. Kind yeah, of... yeah. I, but I, I think for him, I think all he's conjuring is a bank balance. Well, indeed, I feel sorry that he's charging so much money for this app that, you know, knowingly, and I and I think he did say Nothing somewhere. App, if he, Jeez, that, have you seen how much his seminars are? No. Just to go and watch him speak is three grand. If you want what? to go and sit, what? if you, yeah, if you yeah. want to go and if you want to go because he does like the. And how many thing. people? How many people go and oh, see him? Too oh, many. Loads. Yeah, shit one or two. No, 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 no. He's no, filling no, rooms. Yeah, he feel yeah. So like for the three grand in conference, I think the last one I saw was cut off at like eighty people. Yeah, and he sold out like in a week. Jesus Christ! To go up with him on the mountain is you have to go through classes. I think that's like eight grand, and then an actual mountain top. I think it's like fifteen. <laughs> Look, the it's just the fact, and I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep banging on about the old third third phase phase of moon thing because it was that that because of my Nolly's like show that that day. But um, I mean, let's be perfectly fucking honest. If 
if he's who like he hooked up with them to do documentaries so that's that's all credibility out the fucking window with who for Greer. why 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 would you take why, why would you take a big-ish but all essentially albeit small small filmmakers to peddle your your shit if it wasn't the fact that you could essentially just have it as some sort of advertising puff piece for your product well cheap marketing well yeah. that and they're they're in specifically his market demographic yeah maybe marketing mm -hmm. yeah hey, not but, everyone um, in the world cares their people care but it's I mean, the, the thing the thing to go sorry what, what i was going to say before when we talk money it's like 10 grand to go and like he does these the the, the retreats where yeah. he, they they go off to certain places and meditate and they do the c5 thing together that's I mean, 10 grand i believe it's more than that now is it well, I, I suppose oh. cost of living you know oh. <laughs> it's oh. inflation's a thing no, yeah. people, you know what you know if people want to pay that then god bless them but i always say be careful about that man just really be careful because i i i kind of get the concept of what he's doing and it's to yeah. me it's con it's conjuring it's conjuring and just be careful because <laughs> yeah you're gonna see something but it ain't gonna be what you're thinking you're gonna see i think <laughs> I, I think you're right I think I think you're right, and I do think there is a danger in in, in inviting entities in uh, to you because I I mean personally I don't believe in aliens. I don't think there's anything coming from space to visit us. Yeah, I'll I'll stand on that ground as well. Yeah, um, but the the difference is, I think if if you're doing these like meditation rituals to try and contact things, I think there's a very real possibility that you could find some sort of response come back to you the difference is it's intent it's intent and and method i don't think he has the intent or the method to do that i just think it's a cash grab for yeah. him i think it's fucked up i yeah, but even even as it is though i'm sorry i know you think that no, no, but no, even it's... even as it is He's still forming, doing some sort of ritual. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I think he absolutely is. Yeah. Um, and these people believe in it. No, but yeah. this is the thing. But you. Could so say, that's the energy. No, no, but I, I think yeah, I Be think careful. it takes different things because it's like you could say, um, let, let's talk about psychedelics. You could you could have your your ritual of making like mushroom tea, for instance, mm. and you could go through that ritual and you are going to get a result from it. You could yeah, go but the it, same but, 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 but that but, result you would have got would have been an individual re result. What no, I would have got from it and what you would have got from it would have been two different things. Absolutely. You, but what I'm, what but, I'm saying but, is... But when you got when you got a bunch of people focusing their mind on the same intent about seeing something and conjuring something out in the sky, mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying to say. The mindset Maybe. of that energy, the mindset of the energy, because it's all about energy. Mm -hmm. This is I, why you know. Yeah, sorry, I'm going to no, shut I was, up. Now. I, I was going to say, I think his, I think his rituals, uh, careers don't always work, and he gets a lot of criticism for that. And then again, it's going to come back to my thing. <laughs> now, and and the thing is, I think he's on the path, but I what think I paid ten grand so, for this, and I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, and it happens. But, um, I think people, I think people at that point would lie to each other. Yeah, they, they will. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll make something up. Because they can't not let it be. But I think the reason that he has these failures that come through is I think 
he may understand a little bit more than I think most people do. And mm. it, the 100% theory, I'm probably just talking out my ass here, and it comes back again, I believe. Many are called, few are chosen. I think some people are some kind of a nexus, a focal point, a fucking lens. And if you get enough people around them that all think and say the same thing, with that person as a fucking catalyst, shit will happen. Mm. But not everybody's a catalyst. And you can get everyone together wanting to think the same thing and sing Kumbaya and nothing will happen mm. until you bring in the right, I don't know, the right lightning rod. You know, and I don't think these people even know who they are. Mm. They just, they just, shit just happens. Um, that's what I think it is. You know, that's why I think that there's so much, and I truly believe this, that technology seems to be going towards an almost, I don't know, like this hybrid alchemy setup mm. that I think the elites are into. You know, they, everyone, they want AI, do they? Do they, or do they just need a really competent, computer-aided friend to guide the fucking laser with their sex magic ritual to get some shit to happen. Mm. Like, they just keep trying to make the doorway bigger. Hell, man, uh, near where I live, there's a government-ran lab, and they told everyone in the world, like, hey, we're trying to open up small dimensional holes into an alternate reality that we believe we've measured is there. Don't do that. That's that's <laughs> the fucking start of every horror movie in that fucking genre, man. <laughs> Have you not seen the mist? Don't do that. Stop that. We don't need to. Like, well, we're gonna try. Fucking why? Why? Let it be, it, man. Let's just. Hey, there's something there. Let's ignore it. It is the. Um, it's it's one of the most admirable things. It, it, like and dangerous things if the human spirit isn't it. Like the, there is something about the human spirit that if you see a cave and it can look fucking pitch black and it might have a fucking bear in it or of any other type of fucking monster. But there's always that bit of you that goes, I would like to go and look in that cave. In fact, I'm going to do it immediately. <laughs> it's, a, it's a... Humans have to have that, man. You always have to have at least a couple of the crazy humans around that see a lion and like, I could kill that thing with a sharp stick. Mm. <laughs> see, but this All is right. the... This... <laughs> Good luck! But, I'll just sit but over think, here and watch you. <laughs> yeah, like, let me see I how you do this. This is the reason. This is the reason for the control um, of like the the control systems that are put around us. Could because essentially what we are, every single one of us, even the boring ones, are adventurers. Yeah, we're fucking adventurers and we're explorers. So you have to, if if there is any nugget of truth to any of these subjects we've been talking about tonight, you have to stamp them down. Otherwise, fucking everyone will be into it. Nobody yeah. would be watching Netflix. Nobody would be going to work. No one would be voting because we would all be trying to crawl through realities. I think there's a lot of NPCs, man. I think a lot of people just wouldn't care. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I, I do find I, I, I find it because it's weird. Because I think that maybe it's because uh, it's that I suppose it's the whole thing of like you've you've got to find like-minded people for the things you're into, um, yes. and that goes for people talk about this stuff or people talk about strictly come dancing. But uh, <laughs> the um, I, I, I there is times when, especially with what's gone over the last two years, where you speak to people and you feel you just feel like shouting at them, going like, "Look, I don't like." I, I'm not asking you to believe what I believe, but could you please just find for fucking two seconds the fact that 1,500 people per week are dying more than normal in the UK? Don't just fucking walk off and watch Coronation Street. 
Can we just yeah. acknowledge that this is a fucking issue and it's fucking weird? But there's so many people that just go, you know, it's cold. <laughs> Climate change? Um, I, I, I find that weird. I, and maybe maybe it's me. Maybe, maybe it's me being an obsessive person. But I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't know, man. I'm into weird shit, and uh, most of my friends are all into weird shit, and I only hang out with people who are into weird shit. So <laughs> I, just, I just, I just ignore all the fucking NPCs at this point, man. I, 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 I'm, I'm I live not... in an increasingly normal place. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, conversations like I'm having right now with you guys among me and my my circle, totally this normal conversation. <laughs> yeah, this is this is a totally normal conversation. Everyone else are like. Did you just say ritual sex magic? <laughs> yeah. 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 What do you know about Aleister Crowley? <laughs> How about Jack Parsons? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah what, what do you think about what's gone over the last two years? Because I've, I've obviously that uh, that must be clean off your um, off your YouTube channel if you still want a YouTube channel. <laughs> Hidden. What do you mean? Sorry. Uh, over the last two years, you know, with the, with COVID and things like that, you know, it's it, that the sort of thing right. that would absolutely get your. Uh, I just don't talk about down. it. Just didn't talk about it. No, just no, but what do you think about it? What to be honest? Yeah. <sighs> okay. <sighs> uh, to be honest, makes me sound crazy. Uh, no more than can I sound uh, anything can else I... we've been speaking about. Yeah, yeah. I think I think, I, think I, honest, I like Yuli. I like Yuli. If, so. if anyone's if anyone's still listening to this podcast, they're already in. They're fine. Oh yeah, we're if they're now, still here with us. Yeah, we're, we're one hour forty minutes in. We're we're amongst <laughs> friends now. Have you heard half the shit I've been saying, man? Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I think the 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 COVID was real. Right now. I I I know for one thing that it was around a lot longer than they told us, mm-hmm. because I I ended up in hospital, and the doctor told me that um they were treating people that were dying a few months back, but that mm-hmm. had died. But they wrote we, we him had a this- terrible Octo- October from October like forwards, like the flu season was really bad in 2019, really bad. Well, they were writing them down as pneumonia. Mm-hmm. And they came to later suspect because of all this that it was on um, COVID. So mm-hmm. I asked him, in his opinion, I said, what do you think? And he said this was man-made. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Right. But questioning that, I stumbled across um, this paper where I, I, it's some Canadian scientists. Now, I don't know, is it because pot is legal in Canada? But they actually wrote a good thesis that this thing came from outer space. Go on. Actually, that I could subscribe into it. Mm-hmm. Now, they claim that there was a meteorite, um, a, a meteor hit, hit Earth. Do you know what? Duncan Trussell spoke about this on Joe Rogan's podcast. Did he? We carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've got it somewhere. Got Mm -hmm. the file somewhere. Yeah, I've never read it. 
and it follows it actually follows it now this is an actual event it's not like they made this up this meteor did hit and it hit just outside wuhan and it showed the rate of how it could have spread and the points match mm. it's interesting was, it it's is an interesting, interesting theory um i, I think there's I, it's all over my head because these are scientific people that are talking Mm-hmm. I can get the I can get the roots of it, but they're explaining why they also think that this is an unknown thing. They don't think it's a mutated flu. This is why somebody who looks at it scientifically could mistaken it as well. It's not of us, so it must be man-made. Mm. But maybe there's a third component here at play. This paper is interesting. If you if you're interested, Lee, I'll send yeah, you over the link. Send it, send it, send it over to me on uh, Twitter. I'll give it a read. Um, yeah, I don't know. I still I'm I'm I still subscribe to the fact that it was it was man made, um, and it's uh, it's it's the results of what of COVID, which I'm more I'm more worried about than the virus. The uh, where it's left us with. I'm I'm now more I'm much more inclined to believe that it was it was purposely put out for a a system to put to insert control methods that we're, oh, yeah. we're going to start seeing you know the, the it's it's the same as I but think was it I, was it an opportunist was it a because wasn't an opportune couldn't something have just happened where they said you know what they've always had this set up because part of one of the things that is supposed to happen. Was we were supposed to have one money? Well, I, do, I don't believe. I do. I, I don't believe. Oh yeah, I think. I think it's coming. Um, it's here. It's here. Everything's but, done on uh, done electronically. E money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I it's here, baby. <laughs> I don't believe you can have the an event happen randomly, and then such a unified response to it as an you know as as you it doesn't feel reactionary i i think it was an opening ritual i'm gonna go way off the conspiracy i think it's an opening ritual to get people to uh accept to and mm-hmm. now that they've accepted and they have their willing sacrifices then they fired back up uh cern <laughs> so now they can push harder why do a little ritual when you can make it global we got a down payment for you. <laughs> largest, the largest death ritual. The world Willing sacrifices. Huh? Well, it could all also be an alien virus. Could be. Ding, yeah, ding, yeah, yeah. Ding. I, I, I look at both <laughs> equally. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> I've been hitting the head too much to know. <laughs> See, I kind of, yeah. I kind of like to think that would be pretty awesome, and that was an alien virus. Um, to be perfectly honest, it wouldn't, it wouldn't alter anything for me because at the end of the day, I still think it's the people that are pushing for social controls and, uh, the graphene vaccines, graphene vaccines. This is, this is all going back to, um, Pavlov, you you know, the psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. This is all going back to him and his experiments in um, mind control. 
You know, you, you oh, without a shadow of a doubt, there is we like, we have been propagandized within an inch of our fucking lives. That that's why I got rid of television was to was to stop myself watching that. But you stop. see, see his mind control. He he's really said like individual minds you ain't going to control. It's the masses, and that's what they do. I think I think the prime example was nine eleven. That was a prime example of massive mind control. All of a sudden, everybody was hating Iran. I mean, Iraq. Sorry, Iraq. Everybody's hating Saddam Hussein. Mm -hmm. Had I nothing to do with it. <laughs> I, I, I still don't think it's as... Um, but it was I, just... I, I still don't think Sorry. it's as good as what's happened to us over the last two years. Like the just that constant barrage and the, oh, that was global. And, that was and then, global. But, but when when you look at the weird things from the like the nurse TikTok dancers to um, people all, all of a sudden, like I mean, there, there was teeth, there was people that I can walk past on the fucking street. Oh, I I only live on an island of eighty thousand people, but. Bear in mind, it's, you know, it's you are only three people away from knowing somebody really well, kind of in all friend circles. Mm. And there's people I walk past in the street that at one point would have been quite happy for me to never leave my house again unless I got vaccinated. That's fucking mental. How yeah. quickly humanity was eroded from those people was fucking crazy. Scared. I think Scared, more man. than it is, it is fear, fear, fear but fear, man. it's fear. but also just compliant, uh, even so. Yeah, it's yeah. there's compliance because it's it's not. See, I think, fear, I think... Fear, fear doesn't cut it because there wasn't enough people that said no. Because they like you have the fight or flight mechanism, and uh, there was far too much flight and not enough fight. It going depends on. on culture, depends on culture of the country. Some countries lockstep through on those old hugo boss jackets with red emblems and they're like yeah yeah i like it let's do what we're told let's all lockstep and and run with this uh austria um and then there's some countries that they constantly tried to sell and it just they fucking had to give up mm -hmm. they had they had to give up because these people aren't gonna buckle yeah you know and it's, it was amazing to me to see which countries just fucking folded australia and uh, uh, that was i thought it was wild unbelievable I could have um, seen it from Canada. I could have seen, yeah. Like, like if someone had turned around oh, and yeah. said, "Canadians, which, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which, yeah. which country's going to bend the knee?" Oh, Canada. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. And but, which country's uh, just kind of like, "Oh, we're going to do this." And all the people are like, "No, no, we're not. We're mm. really not going to do that." I th I thought Britain would have been more of a, I uh, would have put up more of a fight as well. To be perfectly honest. The yeah, um, so. well, but I think that's half the um, I think pe people well, have been propagandized as well into hating themselves, but they didn't make it mandatory in it, didn't have to. That would ruin the ritual, no. But see, this is the whole thing, then. I mean, like, my missus, she never went for it, they called her a couple of times and she said, No, she's fine, mm. and that was it, yeah. That that that's how a good ritual works. So if you force someone to do something, it's not a ritual. They they're not participants. Mm, mm, they have to participate. The mm, goal is to I, make no, them no, think I that there you. is no option. When the reality is, there's always an option. Well, this is going to be your consequences. All right, 
Uh, but we're going to oh, do yeah, all yeah. these things. Okay, that's fine. I'm still not fucking taking it. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Uh, I'll fucking call that bluff all day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, let's see. Let's see. I think it depends what you like. Like you say, it's it's a life experience thing. I mean, and I I put my own thing down to no sob story uh, uh, here really, but uh, like I was fucking horrendously bullied as a kid, and then little bit even even after after I left school in my first job, which I I ended up leaving, and um like I despise that 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 idea of the um. It's 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 always it's now it now made me quite quick tempered when I feel people are trying to make me do things and um, mm-hmm. it was just obvious you know it was it was obvious very early on that people were being bullied and manipulated into something and I'm just I'm I'm one of those people that if ask me to do something and I'll do the world for you try and make me do it and there's fucking not it's not going down um, and I, I I just maybe maybe there's just Maybe there's not enough. Maybe there's not enough bullying. Maybe that's that's the problem. Maybe the the lack of bullying that that's going on has made people weaker. I just don't trust the government. Well, I, I mean, that's, that's just, <laughs> yeah. I've I've had doctor friends of mine. They're like, "Hey, Dave, you didn't do that," and because all the information came out, I was like, "They're like, wow, you know, your sources. It's really interesting. You were brave because these are the same guys who were giving me shit mm. about not doing that. I'm not being responsible for my family. That I'm not being an intelligent, responsible. I'm just like, you know, you just need to fuck off, man. This isn't your problem." You, and the thing is, again, they're a doctor. I'm not, and they know what I used to do, so they just kind of drop it when I tell them to drop it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, man. And now they're like, "Well, how did you know?" I was like, "Because I don't trust the fucking government." The thing is, though, it was very fucking simple, obvious. Like, the, if you if if you didn't just do the even if you just took like, because I mean, Mike Eden was the first guy that really came out. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, considering he was a respiratory guy that was in uh, head of, I believe he was head of testing, wasn't he for Pfizer at one point? I don't know. Um, came, came out as what? Came out as gay? No, he came, he came out against the vaccine. Oh, and uh, so like say like people shouldn't be taking this thing. You know, it's a he's and he mm-hmm. he <laughs> he's yet yet to be proven completely right, but he's certainly not being proven completely wrong. Um, and it just people just came out and said, Oh, yeah, no, this guy was a fucking kook. No, he's crazy. You go, He was fucking top guy at Pfizer two years ago. You know, if 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 he was agreeing with you, you would have him on every yeah. single talk show that would have him. And then you had uh, Malone come out, who was um, who's got pa- patents from the 80s for and he was one of the inventors of mRNA. Yeah, he's and, the fucking expert on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The ab- and again, if he was singing from the right hymn sheet, he'd have been on every daytime TV show. And like that's kind of it's it's definitely pick helped me pick my like fucking spiritual allies in the like in the media world with this because like I mean, let's be perfectly fucking honest, if it wasn't for the likes of Brett Weinstein and Joe Rogan, 90% of the people that know who Mike Eden and um, Joe Ro- uh, and uh, more, uh, fuck, I just said his name. Oh. <laughs> Jesus, come on, Lee. Um, Malone, 90% of the people that know who those people are wouldn't have a fucking clue who they were if it wasn't for uh, if it wasn't for the Rogan and uh, Weinstein. So, you know, that that's why 
I, I tend to think that it's the same with the Russell Brand thing we were talking about before. I think there are people that are have got themselves into you know pretty good positions, like where, but there's just something about their character which doesn't let them go along with what's happening now. They can they can see that this is this isn't like the other situations. The you know the the, the stakes are higher. I like to think that. Hmm? I don't know, man. You know when when it first came out, I was like everyone. I was super concerned when it first came out. And and they were talking about it and we were seeing videos out of Asia that were hard to get, information I that was. was hard to get. Yeah. Yeah. I was like first six we're months. Fucked. First, yeah. Yeah. First this six is good. months. Yeah. First six months. I was like, we're we're fucked. This is all gonna burn. And then actual information, reliable information came out. And I was like, Oh, this is all bullshit. By the time mm. I came to when I was like, we should all be concerned, everyone was like, You're crazy. And then when I was like, nah, nah, everything's fine, guys. It's all bullshit. They're like, ah, it's the fucking end of the world. We got a quarantine. No one can go anywhere. I was like, whoa. Take a yeah, fucking was, breather, man. It was just, it, to me, it was just pathetic, you know, about the toilet paper incident. Oh, yeah. Love no money. But again, I think it, that's more social conditioning. That's yeah, not an yeah. accident because that happened in every fucking country. Yeah, that's they were weird. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, like, like what, what have you done, right? You've just bought a load of two, you've just bought a load of newspaper, right? Yeah. Well, you need to eat to use that toilet paper. How much food do you have? Yeah. Because if you weren't, if, yeah. for every, for, for every fucking roll of toilet roll you were buying, if you're not buying a bag of pasta with it, then you're going to have nothing to shit out. Yeah, but then that's what they started doing afterwards. All the pasta started going and all the rice. Well, you see that—that's one of the weird things that um, I found. Because, like, uh, I don't don't know if you know this. Do you know I live on the Isle of Man? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, basically, I mean, we 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 import everything. We we have some like we do like local meat, and local cheese, stuff stuff like that. There are some local produce uh, made, some local vegetables. Um, no, not even that many local vegetables. To be perfectly honest, but um, apart from maybe a couple of weeks where you couldn't get some pasta. We run out of fuck all. Hmm. Both our supermarket markets stock to the gills. You know, it's, there was, there was, there was like things put on the, uh, lip service stuff for on where you could only buy like two bags of pasta or you could only, like, you, you could buy two of one thing or something like that. Oddly enough, when we were trying to keep everybody healthy and safe, there was none of that put on alcohol. There was no like, oh, you can only buy two bottles of wine. No, 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 no. You can buy ten bottles of wine, but you can yeah. only buy six carrots at a time. See, um, yeah, I see that yeah. with the passive control. <laughs> but yeah, but I found it weird. I found it weird that an island that imports food didn't run out of food. You know, it's when you were seeing mm. you were mm. seeing videos from the UK with Tesco shelves completely mm. fucking savaged. We've only mm. got like two maybe three really what i would think of as well like we have one tesco's for eighty thousand people one mm -hmm. tesco's and then we have everything else is small co-op stores spas but spas are fucking news agents there's no real fucking you, you don't go there to buy shopping you know you go there to get a sandwich at lunchtime if you need something um uh oddly enough i've seen i'm seeing more um, I'm I'm seeing lower stuff on shelves now than I did in the uh, 
uh, during the pandemic, which worries me slightly, especially with the food pro- processing plants and stuff being blown up. But that again, that I'm, I'm wondering when or if any of that will come. You know, is it, is is this again more propaganda? You know, are we meant to be fearing something all the time? Like we're supposed to meant we're meant to be fearing nuclear war right now. You know, this is like the third cycle, isn't it, of being at the the edge of nuclear war. Not and it, fe- it feels like war. well, it feels exactly the same as when like like the um, when my dad would tell me about when the Cuban Missile Crisis went happened. You know, in the you, the you had the the like the tuck and roll and ju- go under your like school fucking tables like that was going to do anything. Yeah. I just think it's fear. I think these things are placed here f- as control mechanisms to keep us scared. I would agree. They they have to, man. That, that's how they keep mm-hmm. control of the masses. Mm-hmm. You know, we're advancing at such a rate, and communication is going so fast that they're really losing their holds. They have to have their ability to manipulate it, control it, filter it. COVID really gave them a lot of power on that, but you know, with Elon and some of these other things that are happening in the tech industry, because people just turn away from it. And if people turn yeah. away from, what the fuck is the point in owning it? It's not going to do you any good. Yeah. So the Elon thing's interesting. Where do you sit on that hidden the Elon taking Twitter over? Uh, as a as a business thing, I think it's I I didn't know he paid so much over the odds for it. And it's it's kind of stupid now that he's asking people that uh, to have the verified tick. Don't they have to pay a monthly subscription? As he I see per, that, I personally I think the, I think the paid subscription for Twitter is a great idea. Why? Yeah. Be yeah, because it's going to get rid of the bots, so you'll know if the person you are uh, uh, that's engaging with you and arguing with you, you're going to know if that's a real person or whether it's just some algorithm that's trying to fucking antagonize you for no apparent reason. Um, it's a level; f- it, it levels the field, so it it's the privileged class at the moment, which we're if we're all perfectly fucking honest, mostly left wing journalists. Uh, the privileged class class at the moment, which have their... And sorry, I shouldn't say that, actually. I don't just mean left-wing journalists. I should say um, agent provocateurs, maybe. the uh, Again, the ones that are there to right and left to stir fucking shit up. Um, it's a leveler because if we are trained to, uh, and especially people that use Twitter all the time, are trained to take more notice of the people with ticks on than the people without ticks on. Now I can get a tick. Now when I'm putting stuff up, yeah, now I can get a tick as well, and I can be taken seriously. <coughs> now, uh, I may, maybe not even for myself, but maybe that journalist I follow, that Peter from Sweden journalist, who is fucking mm. phenomenal, and everyone so, should go and check his sub. sub so stuff. does that mean? Does that mean I can get a tick? Yeah, for eight dollars. It's a, this is yeah. the thing. People just keep people keep going. Oh, it's fucking eight dollars for a tick. It's eight dollars for a tick. It's not fucking eight dollars for a tick. What he said is that he intends to have uh, to give verification to show you've got uh, to show people have got an account. He uh, he's already hinted at the idea of like um, bringing Dogecoin into Twitter, and I think he plans to do something like a meaningful version of what Odyssey do, because there's certain things you can do on Odyssey which means you earn their cryptocurrency that you can donate to other people and stuff like that. I think if you're a creator or a journalist, 
the more you post and the more engagement you get, you will be paid for that engagement in cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think he's going to do what he does is he's going to take the best assets from other things and put it into one. Can you spell, spend that cryptocurrency in real in real time, like my my money? Yeah, Correct. Doge is yeah that I mean Doge is a proper proper cryptocurrency. You know, it's like the uh, he he essentially helped build the, what it. that is yeah. now because he said he would accept Dogecoin to buy Tesla cars. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, it's it, any of this, and see, this is the thing, like especially with, with people like Elon and people go, oh, you can't you can't trust trust them, a billionaire. Fucking right, you can't trust him. He's a billionaire, and that means he's still had to do some pretty fucking nasty stuff to get to get as successful as he has done. And he's probably had to fuck a few people over as well. But I still believe that there are people in the position he's in that look at Klaus Schwab, that look at World Economic Forum, that look at all this thing buzzing around and think, I'm not sure about that because I still quite like 2001. That was okay. Yeah. Well, Let's I keep things. Yeah, I, I like him because, um, well, I don't know that I like him. I really don't trust him all that much either. But I do like that he talks about populating the world. He's the only yeah. person at that level is like, listen, we need more people. And he's right, we need more people. Mm. Uh, while this, you know, I was looking at some stillbirth data and fuck. That's wild. The that's last two the years. Yeah. yeah. That's, if, you, if you look at the chart of stillbirths over the last two years, it's fucking frightening. We're going to know. We're really going to know in a couple of years. Couple yeah. more years, we're going to be able to look at that comparative data, and we're going to be fuck. We're in trouble. You know, I'll get my te- I have to get my testicles reattached, man. Start <laughs> selling the baby batter. <laughs> I got that system turned off. I'm going to start selling mine. See, 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 that's going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I do. I, I just think there's people that go look. I. You know, I they're not the same as us. They're they're a different class, but I, I I just don't think they like the look of what the future is. And I I don't know if I, I don't know if parallel economy is the right way to look at it. But I do think there might be a um, a parallel existence when it comes to being online. Yeah, you know, it's in in the same way as you have to usurp certain things if you're in China to use TikTok, not to use yeah. uh, Facebook. Yeah, you know? here's the thing, though, man. You can be ungovernable. Everyone can mm. be ungovernable. You just have to choose that path. You know what I mean? And and sometimes it's a hard choice. You have. I wouldn't say it's an easy choice. As far as like online this or that, the only reason I have social media accounts, I hang out with some of you guys. After Modern Militia got nuked, it was hard. To continue to do anything because I invested mm. a lot into that. A lot of money is just gone. It's gone. It's pointless now. Mm. Um, so it's kind of fun now. I want to do the paranormal thing, but I can't fire that up because one of our guys is getting a security clearance. So that is on hold until he's done. That's minimum six months. Yeah. You know what I mean? For him to get a Q clearance. Um, so I don't know. I just do it to talk to you guys to keep up. I'm still working on that that technology, but you you have to be able to at any moment walk away. You have to be able to be that you don't give a fuck what they try and hold over your head. You have to be willing to do that, and you have to have a plan for it. Mm-hmm. Some people are willing to do it, but they don't have a plan, and that's what holds them there. If you take the time ahead of time to figure out what can I live with, what can I not live with, what kind of life am I willing to accept, am I willing to unplug from the grid and just fucking do something different? Yeah. 
do I have the skills to be able to manage and keep my family afloat doing that? You know, uh, what's your exposure? How's it limited? Um, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, like to, I wouldn't like to live off the grid to be honest. It's part of my dream, man. Part of my dream would be to own mm. a fucking 55 foot catamaran, put my wife be, and kids on it and be fucking be, gone. Be totally <laughs> cut off. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm good. I'll be fine. Uh, be a okay. Uh, I could, I could log cabin. That, that's a strange thing with me. And uh, I, again, I find it weird that the, um, the idea that we're sat here using, but essentially, I mean, it, it doesn't feel like incredible technology, but it is. You know, the the idea that it's you can incredible. have, yeah, we you can have conversation with with someone in like three different countries. Dude, twenty years ago, we would never have met. No, 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 it's insane. Yeah. Um, well, we might so, have. Oh, no, Penthouse, Isle of Man. Penthouse. <laughs> yeah, we used to have. When I, when I was growing up, we used to have a thing called pen pals. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of it? Our, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Ours were mostly yeah. lonely prisoners, though, that would pretend to be <laughs> kids. <laughs> Don't say that, man. Don't that. <laughs> For real, yeah. It's... Don't say that shit, man. Don't say that shit. You're going to make me choke, man. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how long uh, this is. Um, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I say. So don't you, you, you know, Lee. Is. You know, Lee. Sorry to jump in, but you know, like how you're talking about blown away by technology. Mm-hmm. See, I buy into that there's something on Mars. You know that we put a rover in. I know a lot of people don't buy into that. Cons- you know what I mean? But I do think we put we've got robots on Mars. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when they switched on the sound. First to hear the um, sound on Mars. Am I right? Yeah. The wind. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I was. It was ghostly. There's definitely, it was definitely haunting. But that's how I just thought, like, I'm sitting here at my desk in my house in somewhere in Fart, England, Mm. and I'm listening to Mars. Isn't that technology? Either that or it's what they want you to think. Yeah. There you go. What they want you to think. Either there way, whether they did it or not, they want you I, to think that. I, yeah. I like to. I like to believe that, though. That's what I like to think. I like to go out and die. If if I die and I'm I'm able to see the mysteries of life, then I will know what was a lie and what was the truth. I exactly. think. I think. I think we'll all see the mysteries when we die. To be perfectly honest, I think. I but think one, there's, there's answers. For, there's so in in whichever way the. Uh, there's an answer waiting for all of us, whether there's it's everything one or nothing. Or the other. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's definitely going to be an answer. But um, the uh, I can't remember what I was going to say now. Oh, it's gone. I just hope Willie Nelson yeah. gets there before me and keeps one ready. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we've gone two hours, 14 minutes. I forgot what I was going to say next. So it couldn't have been that important. And that feels that feels like a good a good time to start pulling the plug on the show. Um, Hidden Underbelly, would you like to tell people where you can uh, find your stuff? No, not, not at all. Well, Don't I worry. will for you. Uh, <laughs> no. You can find it at Hidden Underbelly 2.0 on YouTube. It's a good YouTube channel. You can go there. Go, I'll, I'll put the link in the description of this podcast. Um, and I'm going to start doing 
this just with put, guests. Just put uh, it into at your own risk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'm, I started this last week where, with Orphan Red. I'm going to do it whenever I have other people on, uh, like guests on the podcast. I'd like you to tell me three conspiracy theories that you would like you you would take to your grave gun to head i believe these things are happening oh, that's a bloody good one see i'd like to think that there's something in um in antarctica mm. as as to what i don't know yeah but i know there's something there's there's a lot of things coming at it so that's one there's something in antarctica could it be you know they were launching rockets to the moon nazi i want to know what was happening that weekend that if all the fucking world leaders and the pope went there mm, mm. i mean that's a fucking wild weekend to see penguins yeah They've gone to the entrance of um, what was it, Asgardian? Maybe. Mm. Yeah, that's one. Give give us two more. There's two. All right. I don't know, man. You put me on the spot. I don't know. <laughs> what would you say? What would me? you say? Um, I think or there are. Uh, I think there are uh, hidden hands that are uh, not following the same rule book as the rest of us that are um, deeply into occult magic and the sort of stuff we've been told that is essentially science fiction. Um, I think there are other realities that we're trying to bust through using like things like CERN Um and I think the drug of choice for these people is the adrenalized blood of children. They're, 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 they're the three horrors that I would fucking stick my thing on. The uh, <laughs> Years ago, years ago, it would have been pleasant. I'd have gone, well, I really believe in aliens. And, um, you know, JFK was killed by the CIA and 9-11, the inside job. Now, I think we're drinking blood of children. Two thousand, the two thousands were an innocent time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. One of the things that I would take to the grave, and I'll go bizarre with this one, is nine eleven. But I don't go and say it was done. This is this is how what I think was done. All right, my beliefs. I think that was a giant sacrifice. One of the things that happened from way back when. Because, you know, when you was looking at, did you see any of the imageries of the smoke that was coming out? Yes. And did you yeah. see, did you see, did you see some of them with proper full on, no denying, no, no photoshopping? Yeah, it's, one, it's, it's pretty so evil looking. Weird. Yeah. One of the images. One I, of the I've images, seen the images, but you don't. That's the problem. You don't know what what was doctored, and that's always the thing. Yeah, but before well, that's, that's that's what yeah. I'm trying to say. One of the images was from the New York papers, taken by their cameraman. Oh, well, I definitely don't trust if it's in the paper. Oh man, <laughs> no, but that but no, I know to you me, mean. to me, that was because then I just looked on the backdrop of all that, 
and was like fear. A lot of people got themselves scared, man. I'm amazed. So, I, I'm amazed how many people I can be the first person to tell them that the BBC World Feed pronounced that Building 7 had collapsed while it was in the background of the lady pronouncing Building 7 had, crashed, had, had collapsed. Mm. I still can't believe I'm the first person to tell that to people. They're NPCs, man. They're not well, really plugged it. in. <coughs> uh, <clears throat> Non-player character. It's like a video game. Like you're the main character. Everybody uh, else is a character. They're just not co- computerized. Um, yeah, they're just there. They're filler. They're just filler. But if, if I'm a main well, character in this story, I want to go back to the selection screen because I should well, be much more handsome. Wasn't there? Wasn't there a court case Someone against the, the BBC? Wasn't there a court case against the BBC about that? Did it have to do with something about the TV license or something like that? Well, what for nine eleven? I don't know. About the about the third the third W WTC seven. I don't I don't believe so. But you you might you might know something. I don't I don't as far as I'm concerned that that was. Um, I think they ne- got called out on that. I don't think it was They're ever not- really addressed though. It was just kind of forgotten. But I mean, it's it's there. It's clear as day. You know, it's behind that. No, 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 no. Just fucking sat there. I, 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 it was a good like fifteen minutes as well beforehand, wasn't it? Yeah. And it's it's um, always the Homer Simpson meme. You know, mm. two planes hit, three mm. buildings fell. Mm. <laughs> That's always the one. Like, because I know, like Rogan brings up nine eleven quite a lot, and like the like control how Building Seven looks like a controlled demolition. Mm-hmm. I've always found it weird how he's never brought that bit up. What about the smokes and all that? No, no. The fact that the when he's talking about Building Seven, the fact that it was on the, <laughs> world, on the BBC World Feed, not collapsed. Well, they were saying it's just collapsed. So I don't know. Maybe, it's weird. Maybe it's maybe it's one of the spots that you know you can't talk about because it's there. Oh no, mm-hmm. absolutely. I think there is a. Like, do you know what the Overton window is? No. No, the the Overton window is what's socially acceptable to have on television. So nothing we've spoke about today. Um, yeah, I get that. <laughs> but I think I think there's essentially two Overton windows. I think there's the Overton window that you have, which is the acceptable stuff that means you can go on television and talk about it, or you can have your YouTube channel and not have it cancelled. And then there's a second layer of that, which the the penalty for that is not being alive anymore. Mm. Yeah, you know, that's that that that's yeah. where I think they are with certain with certain yeah. things. I, I genuinely, like, I think, uh, certainly, I think Brand. I think he, he uh, I think he walks close to that line, and I think Kanye has fucking crossed it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, interesting, interesting times. But thanks for coming on the show, Hidden. I've thoroughly enjoyed your company for this evening. Well, thank you, man. Thank um, you. I, I look forward to you. I look forward to speaking to you next time, be it on this show or on Ollie's show, uh, where we won't talk about any of this stuff because we don't want him to lose his YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, man. Well, cheers, guys. Cheers. Thank you.